This podcast recorded live at the Urban Fly Company studio. And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Around the table tonight, we have Urban Fly Company, Mark Burns. On the board tonight, we have the coolest cat I know, Jim Franklin. And we have Jordan Sipo sitting in with us, a buddy who's been fishing with me for quite, a, quite some time now. I've known basically, I mean, your whole life, damn near. I mean, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we, uh, my uncle... And his aunt are married and have been for years and years and years. So, you know, we've known and been close for a while now. And getting to do the fly fishing together has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Thompson, as you know. Uh, tonight on the topics, we'll be doing uh, getting to know Jordan, what hooked us on the fishing. Um, Jim's fishing today, went out for muskie. Uh, Jay's fishing today. I did a little bit of muskie fishing myself and a few other uh, little bass and everything else. Uh Mark did some processing. We'll talk about. We got some beast talk. Uh, our current water situation. There's something happening at a river that's was pretty odd today that we saw. And I want to talk about a little bit. What it water? goes into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What water? But I think yeah. that last storm did a complete like. It was. It looked like it was going to hit us perfect, and it just veers to the right. Everything misses. Three days worth, north and east. Well, I hope gone. I hope the central Pennsylvania or. In the beast area, got hit a little harder than we got. And hit. It sh- uh, looked at well, at least the lake. Sh- the lake took some water on, but it's already it's back down through what it already took already. Yeah, she well, go. Everything's so dry. We'll be getting to that, and we'll get into some. Uh, since Chris is gone, and not going to yell at me and Mark. Maybe some football and some shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, who sponsors us, Mark? We've got Sims. Check out the new lineup for fall. Uh, Arex hooks, fresh and salt water. Arexhooks.com. Cortland Lines, it's time of the year for the pike and muskie coming up. Our uh, 50-pound braid quartz, perfect for it. Check them out, CortlandLines.com. And we got one I'm missing. Who am I forgetting? Yeti, built for the wild. And friends of the show, we got Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, and our friends over at Muskie Fool and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, those guys that are responsible for the bees. You know, uh, even to get into that, I was thinking and talking to Jordan on the ride home, man. I think the improvements to the tournament over the years, and I don't think we gave him enough credit for that when he was on the show. Uh, <clears throat> that's that's it's it's a lot better than so it was. I like this from the hotel yes. to where it is now. Yeah, yeah I really like it. I like the way they've been doing it, and the improvements have been great. And they always ask us if there are any improvements that you guys can think of that, you know. Just give us your information so we can make it better. They want to make the best tournament, muskie fly fishing tournament in the country, is what they yeah, want to do. It seems every year it just keeps getting better, and you're right. It just they've done a great job with keeping up with it and just improving as they can. It gets got got bigger too, which has helped. Yeah. Little by little, every year. We'll get into more of that and uh, more of our plans that we've been figuring out throughout the weeks because it's getting close a little later. Uh, before we get to that. I had I had seen I got a post from Frank the Tank or <laughs> Frank the Tank. <laughs> Don't call the bank, call Frank, right? Our buddy Frank Zubel, and uh, it was it was a good post, and it was a kids it were kids that were they pulled up a giant largemouth bass, and it was kind of it was kind of funny because we we got to catch one of those today, and uh, but these kids were just going absolutely bananas, hugging their brother, you know, just one of those moments you know that that kid might just be hooked for the rest of his life because that happened. So I had one of those. And it, it came up to me this week after I saw it. I was like, man, I, I know exactly when that moment was for me. It was uh, steelhead fishing. 
uh, Pops and his buddies all back, I'm um, talking 35 years ago, if not more, maybe even a little more than that. You know, I was four or five years old. And they're piggybacking us across the creek, the access of Elk Creek. You know, nobody's giving a blow in a spot there. And uh, this is even before they, there was Stuhead. They were, you know, it was Coho Salmon back then. And it was a, a salmon run. It wasn't, they, I don't even know if they stocked the Steelhead back then. 35 years ago. I don't ever remember, remember catching one until I was like 12. So I don't know. We could look into it. I don't, people probably ask somebody else about that. But anyway, they, they piggyback us across the creek. And, you know, we're sitting there. We're all playing. It's me, Jace, my cousin Shane, who's been on the podcast, and Sh- Jace's brother, I think, this time. And uh, <clears throat> my Uncle Ron, Jace's dad was there, and another one of my dad's friends. They're all catching fish after fish. And Dad hooks this big fish. It's probably, and I, I actually got a citation for it. It was like a 12 and a half pound coho salmon. Uh, he hooks into this thing and immediately you know, gives me the rod. And, you know, I'm four or five years old. And this thing, I mean, c- salmon go nuts. This is absolutely one of the, you know, fastest, strongest fish out there. And it's just peeling, you know. And I, I feel like I'm just being drugged down the side of the creek, you know. Dad, my dad's holding on to me as this fish is like, trying to drag this rod out of my little ass hands. And I was, you know, I'm a tiny guy now. I was a tiny guy then. But that's one moment for me that like, boy, this is for me. Boy, this is something that I'll, I'll never get away from. This is something that just, it, it's that moment in your life. You're like, oh, I love this. I love this. All right, I'm going out. Every, every time dad goes out, I'm going out. Like, I want to go like, oh, you're going, it's, it's a school day. I'm, I'm skipping. Like, I, you know, and that's what turned me into uh, the guy I think I am right now. You know, the guy we are today. Or the guy I am today. So you I, you guys don't have one, or if you know that moment in your life, even if it was hunting, outdoors, whatever it be, uh, go ahead. Oh, man, my first uh, addiction to it was fishing, man. I fished way, way, way before I ever thought about going hunting. And my first one that hooked me, I remember that one vividly. I had me a bobber out there, a little mini on it. And I had like a two-pound largey smoke it over at Mosquito Lake and some back butt crack where there's just weeds and everything choked up in the middle of the summertime and then ever since then i always wanted to fish and my dad luckily enough he uh was an avid fisherman for for quite a while i mean work kind of took over his life kind of there in the middle and i had to just keep going with it myself but you know he would always take me out there we were walleye fishing all the time bass fishing all the time never really tried to target like trophy fish or anything like that but I mean, it was still a good time, you know, spent with the dad, but I remember oh, sure. that first one, that two-pound largey. That one was like, yeah, I like this. This is fun. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know that I've ever had, like, that moment, like, young-wise, because it was always just something like that's what you did. Yeah. You know, you fished. But I do vividly know, like, the first pike that, like, the big pike I saw that, like, lifted and followed the fly was, a f- like, the first time, like, you felt something different. Like, okay, this is something that, like, isn't going to engulf me more than, like, anything else has. And that's kind of, like, it took a while for, like, that to hit me. I always, you know, as we spoke before, talked yeah. or fished yeah, yeah, all, sure. you know, my whole life. But it's always been one of the things where you just did it and then went through the motions, and I enjoyed it, and that's why I always did it. But, you know, I really had a passion more for bow hunting, and this is that, you know. Seeing a fish like that not only move out and then flare and eat was, like, that's where kind of the whole passion for, you know, that, like fishing-wise hit there. It was like, all right, I'm screwed. 
This is this just took hunting, fishing, everything all into one, and just I think that you know the the fly fishing too, and learning everything that you need to put the fly in a position because you I mean you can fish a spot where a ambush predator is and cast all day long and be within five six feet of him. He's never going to move. And going in and screwing up and figuring out what you got to do and learn and be able to make that cast to, to do it and consistently do it. And there's so much that goes into it that I think that's kind of where it like hit and like engulfed. Like never going to be able to get this one. You can keep practicing and trying as hard as you can. You can keep getting better, but you're never going to fool these suckers every time. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely remember the first also fly experience, even not, you know, with the stripping streamers and, and having musky follow or anything like that was always fun and catching musky even when i was 14 on gear and mm. that kind of stuff was always something that first time you ever saw a musky you know first time you got to see one of those things up close you know 42 incher you know when i was probably 15 14 and it's just wow that thing just smoked that uh that bait and it was it was gear you know, not not bait but it was you know spinning gear whatever bucktails and things of that nature just smoking right off right next to the boat they come in and just right on the first turn just, you know, really reacted, and it was a big fish, and it was, oh, man, that's, those, those you know, they do, they capture you. And uh, even today, you know, again, getting to cast a little bit with the musky around, man, I, 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 was, I was feeling fun. I was, I was having fun. It was fun, fun watching them come in. It was fun, you know. It was just fun. The, yeah, stretch the, them back muscles the, out. Yeah, I got to get ready for the beast a little bit, yeah, you know. You gotta I'm get, starting to get that, got to get that cardio. Yeah, it was, it was feeling good. Cast was going good. Nice fly. So, fly swam well. I was happy. But, uh, Jordan, do you remember that moment? And uh, we'll go into, uh, you know, getting to know you a little bit more here as we get, you know, in the next couple minutes. So I grew up mostly trout fishing on gear and uh, pretty much just, yeah, pretty much just gear. Um, I was about four or five and I caught my first trout and that, I, I still remember it. I walked probably half mile to get it. Um, it was just a stock brown trout, but I, I still remember that. And that, that's kind of what got me hooked um, with fishing. I gear fish for whew, probably 18 years before I actually got into fly fishing. Um, I'm really glad I did though, because I really like it. Um, especially the, the streamer fishing. It's, uh, definitely different than anything I've ever done. So that was kind of my first, first memory. I know your, uh, your grandfather was a heavy fly fisherman. He was, but yeah. he was a more of a purist dry fly, that yeah. kind of guy that's just, you know, you're doing it this way, and this is how we fish for trout, kind of thing. He, and around here, he goes center, uh, state. He he kind of went all over the place, yeah. Um, but he was one of those purists that if you didn't do what you were supposed to, he he let you know about <laughs> it. Nice. So, and that's you know, our our podcast is more of a streamer. But you you were uh, honestly today you you cast fairly well i mean you pretty damn well i mean you cast good off the boat i don't have to worry about you other than hanging up a couple times but that ha happens to every one of us you know we're hitting either the bottom or you're you know you put a tree here and there you're trying to hit the bank but you you actually you cast very well especially off the boat i don't have to worry about you i've worried more about pj's casting into my head today casting over his <laughs> top of his head coming in a little low yeah. like eh, and I, I know Peach won't get me uh, he's we fished <laughs> enough together. Famous he's never he hasn't words. he hasn't got me yet, and we fished a long time together. That's the only thing he hasn't done is hook me. You look good with an eyebrow piercing. Oh, I'd be pissed with an eyebrow piercing. Uh, 
but yeah, you did. You, you do, and uh, I don't know where you got that from, or is that just picking up and going down and doing it? Or I was what? just picking up, and uh, yeah, pretty much learned it on my own. I mean, I, you do a lot of waiting down. I do, yeah, a lot of waiting. Um, just kind of whenever I can get out, I, I go and just figure things out on my own. I make a lot of mistakes, but learn from those. So, uh, <clears throat> and you know, you've been in the boat. We've been fishing for probably three, three years, four years now. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So you've been in the boat plenty of times, and definitely had rode today outrageously well i was i was very impressed uh you listened i'm gonna throw pj under the bus again uh you, you i mean not that pj's a good rower don't get me wrong he, he does great but even the crab walking you you walked right in you started crab walking pretty quickly after i showed you and while you're rowing the technique and boom right into it and just was able to pull the, the boat versatile thing pull the, is, pull, especially in no, when there's no seamless to when do, there's oh, no current yeah you can still move your way downstream by angling and pulling your way downstream and going left and right and not mm -hmm. moving too far out of anybody's casting abilities i think that's super pivotal in slow water yeah mm -hmm. it is it's good to just you know get out and do it it's there's really no other way to just learn it but get out and do it so you're gonna make mistakes <laughs> i learned that today but oh yeah even going just just grip it and rip it yeah <laughs> i promise you can't do worse than i did <laughs> I uh, I think uh, Jace holds the, say, Jace yeah, holds the record. Jace, Jace gotcha. Jace does the He's work. finally learned yeah. as well. But then Jim. Yeah, yeah. Jace was bad at it. when he first started. It was it was a uh, right right at the uh, uh, the takeout where I take out or you were you guys were putting in there. You know. Oh, is that where that was? Right yeah, there? right in that first riffle, yeah. dude. He yeah. he literally like or <laughs> or he drops an oar in the water. My wife is grabbing an oar out of the water. You know, and oh, we're spinning sideways going down through there. It was it was uh, not a good start to the day. But oh, he's he's great. learned he's been oh, he's great now and I got to have him out on the boat a few times this year. You were out with Jace this year, yeah, the first time. A couple nice smallmouth. Uh, we can uh, we'll get into our fishing and then we'll talk about Jim's fishing next. Uh, but uh, uh, we went out this morning. Uh, got a nice early and 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 we actually kind of, hey man, you should probably go grab your waders. And it ended up not we ended up not needing the waders. Uh, but I don't want somebody to sit through an hour and 45 minutes of rain and then everybody be miserable. And if it's fifth, you know, if it's even 65, 60 and windy or, you know, that could be not fun. So you went and got your waders. We went and got some, grabbed a little bit of grub for lunch and we powwowed back, you know, and he's, he lives really close. So it wasn't any, it wasn't a bad drive or anything. It was 15 minutes. Uh, Getting water and it was a little slow. I mean, PJ started out with a popper, probably not the right idea. And either which way, I mean, we weren't seeing that many fish. You were seeing some smaller fish yeah. earlier in the morning, probably three or four small fish. Yeah, yeah, a few small fish. Um, some bait fish on top. That was really about it, though. Yeah, I mean, you had a really cool morning. Slow, hang yeah. it, let them, let them wait for it to warm up. Yeah, and it, it was chilly. It was a forty-four this morning. It was nice. Yeah, it, it did beautiful. feel good. Everything was all just... Yeah, but you had oof. 70, 72 water temp. Yeah, it was 71.6. Yeah, I was at 71.8 this morning. That is quite an adjustment from the water yeah. to air temp. Yeah, absolutely. And there was some weather potentially moving in uh, that, that we talked about a little earlier that didn't, didn't move that. in. I know. I would have rather got rained on or even just said if it was going to rain like hell today, I don't know. I would have sat down here and tied flies for the beast. But 
it seemed like it was going to be a decent day. So we get out there, like I said, start slow. Uh, right around lunch, you know, we start, you know, musky fishing probably around 10, 10, 10, 30. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, we had smallmouth fish before that, a few places, like, you know, all the stuff above that's pretty much smallmouth. I mean, through the one bridge, you could probably throw a musky rod too, or the walleye are. But, you know, we get down to what we I know. think we give that spot more credit than what it's worth, though. I, I think so too. I think we do. But it's a good smallmouth spot, though. There's yeah. always usually bass by that bridge. Yeah, on the well, yeah. If you're on the opposite side, all the rocks are right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I tell you what, right on the left hand side, we poked a few, quite a few. As soon as you go the left hand side, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, after, like right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right there. There's a couple sticks right, and there's always a, yep, right there on the left. Dad's hooked a couple big walleye through there, but not lately, mm-hmm. not this year. Uh, but we get down through there, and you know, below that's some good musky water, some slower water. Mark and I've lots of pike, mm-hmm. you know, through there. Uh, we moved six pike one day, and I, I haven't seen that many since. I mean, we fished no, musky. No, that's funny because, like, yeah, we did. We even after that, we're like, all right, let's go. Yeah, we've never, nope, never, nope. one day. I think the next time we went out, we ended up catching that one. That's mm-hmm. that day we ran into PJ and Matt, and it's the only yeah. one we saw the whole day. It's like, you can't be kidding. It's like, what? Where all of a sudden they come from, and then boom, they disappear. You gotta be kidding. Yeah, and throwing decent sized flies for them. You know, we weren't throwing, we were throwing musky flies for them. So if there was a musky, they might have been lucky enough, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're in there. There's a yeah. few. There's not, like Mark said, there's not a million. Fickle. Yeah, it's it's one of them things. They're there. They're here. They're there. We'll see them. They're like, yeah, there's about, they're like ghosts. 45 times more bass in there than there is pike. And <sighs> about oh, yeah. 150 times more than a musky. Well, but there's a couple. And then, and the ones that are typically pretty decent fish. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, if some some places I've seen some very big musky in that river and too. You, I, I bet a lot of the, a lot of them pike are ventured into a lot of the coming them feeders and stuff because them things usually seem to hold a lot of pike. I don't know. It's weird because you think it's too more. Yeah, especially with no water because you're throwing right on top of their heads. Yeah. they got to be somewhere. Exactly. Where the hell? I mean, we're and we're fishing so it was so low today. We were fishing so close to the opposite banks that we're fishing even through the middle of the river. Like, we're yeah. fishing where it's the deepest. It's not... And the weird part is, is, like, you take a lot of the tactics that work right now in other water systems, even when it's low. And you can still get a few fish. You go there and do the same thing. It's like, ah, nope. Like, what the heck? I don't know. Mm. Just keep, you know, if we're going through there... Did you see any pike today? No. That's weird. No, even but we... big, big musky flies and stuff, you figured yeah. you see have at least a swipe or two, even a piddler yeah. or something. Yeah, I figured. Small hammer handle or something. I'll take an 18 just, just for the hell of it. <laughs> You know, just to get my heart racing for a second. But, yeah, uh, 72.3 now is what it's at. After the day. It's good temp, yeah. yeah. Good so we temp. get we get back in this other, you know, there's a little there's a little, uh, little bay back in there, you know, behind some of that water. And so we push back into there, and I throw my fly around. I hook it in, hook it in a tree, you know. PJ's gives me the first tries, and uh, Jordan's rowing. I mess up again. Then I hook it behind me. Then I rip the fly off. Then it's just it just was not good. <laughs> so PJ's like, "All right, my turn." That tree there is a fun one. Yeah, and and Pete, my turn. He casts right in there, strip, strip with this double Buford white big that he I, he tied. It looked atrocious, uh, but you know. PJ ties shitty looking flies at work, so mm. that's all that matters. As long as they work, he even told you that yeah, today. Yeah. You know, and he ties flies that work, and that's the, the main thing. As long as they work, as long as you have 
confidence in them and you're fishing them good. Anyway, makes a great cast. A couple strips. It's like, oh, I got, I got something good, you know? And I'm like, oh, hell, what the hell is that? Oh, geez, got, got a pike. This thing comes up to the top of the water. And holy shit, what a mouth. It's a large mouth. And, and, and a big-ass <laughs> large mouth. I got, and, and for our river... Uh, I'll I'll say how big it is here in just a second. But I, I, dude, I've never seen many of them caught it at all out of that river. No, like uh, I'd probably say handful. I've yes. seen like three or four myself. Yeah, five maybe, four. Yeah. yeah, not many. I mean, that sucker took a ride from the lake. And I'm talking good ones, like good ones, like like <laughs> like real bass. Like this was a 22 and a half inch largemouth bass. And for that river, I've never put a smallmouth in that. I've never put a bass in the boat that big in the river. He That's looked, a big one. He looked like you could put your fist in his mouth. <laughs> he did, yes. Yeah. And he was, he was. I bet in a certain time of year, if it's a female, that fish could have been a lot bigger. You know, it's a it's a time of year where those fish are starting to put the feed bag on. What, was that? Here to, what was that, like a four-pound largey? I bet it was four pounds. Easily four pounds, yeah. yeah. PJ was, I mean, we were all pretty elated. You know, we were like those kids on the dock. Big fish. You know, for there, and it, it was it was the first fish of the day. You know that we like the, a real fish of the day. There was a old, few small ones. Old bucket mouth. You know, and, and we were all slapping hands. You know, hooting and hollering. It was, and then that's kind of started off. We right after that went down. Uh, PJ got hooked up like five times because the water's so low in that other section. It's you know that's Snag City right there. So we went down. Matt came down, hung out, talked some football, ate our lunch. Bullshit between the four of us. Those two knew each other from high school anyway. They went to high school together, uh, Jordan and Matt. So nice. it was cool. Like, what do you get? Well, he, he asked you, <coughs> what the hell are you doing these guys? Yeah, he did. <laughs> What'd you tell him? Uh, I told him I didn't know. Played it safe. <laughs> uh, I, I, I might know Jay. Yeah. <laughs> he picked me up on the way here. I was sitting at the... Uh, I was up top fishing, <laughs> and they pulled up the cup in with you guys. <laughs> hey, yeah, sure, top in. But... uh. So after we get down through there, and uh, there's another little slower spot. So we fished that with uh, Jordan. Started throwing the musky rod around a little bit. Yeah, it was my first time throwing a musky rod. It was it was different, but it was probably the best thing for me. It uh, for some reason it made me throw my lighter weight rod a lot better. Kind of <laughs> made me feel it a little bit better. What were you, what were you throwing? I was throwing a seven weight for most of the day, and then I switched to what was it, eleven weight? Yeah, it's eleven weight. Yeah, yeah. I was able to feel it so much better. Um, shooting the line, I was actually able to feel that. I was I was good. But then once I switched back to the seven weight, it was you a lot felt lighter. like you've been lifting weights. Yeah, after yeah. You, after you throw that, yeah, back to your other rod. Yeah. Well, it teaches you that you really have to use your left hand. And you and you know you how really to double do. haul, yeah. So you you do all right out there. So, like, it took you it took you a few minutes for us to even explain to you like, there's just a loading point. Mm-hmm. You get once you get so much, and you'll find out what like with the, every rod's different. with the grain of line yep. in the and head with the rod in, in, the yeah, head in the head of the head. line. Yep. Yep. There's a, there like we have a mind a big sink you know line, and we were trying to strip strip them fast because again we have warmer temps, and you're trying to move your flies pretty quick. Uh, but there's a point where you just you and there's so much uh, uh, line speed and there's so much rod loading that it will send so much line out. Like you don't have to carry that much line. You know what I mean? They when all you're do that. Yeah, I know. I'm just hence, saying. Hence the double haul. <laughs> but you know, you get you carry a little more line yeah. even with a six weight, or you could you, you know kind of massive fly though that you know is heavier and all get out. 
it's going to yep. send a lot more line from the side of you, and mm -hmm. you could really, boom, use that. And I think you noticed and learned that today. You could see after even like us explaining that, you just started casting way better. Yeah, I did. Um, learned the double haul a lot, a lot better than what I used to do it. Um, like I said, I, the, the feel was totally different um, casting that. It wasn't hard as I thought it was going to be. Um, you think, you know, 11 weight rod, it's going to be really heavy, really hard, but really wasn't that bad. Um, just a little bit of, uh, a little bit of switching around, but I think once you have like the rod lined up with the right fly, like line and fly, yeah, it does a lot of it on its own. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't as heavy as what I thought. Um, like I said, it loaded pretty easily. Um, nice. really wasn't bad. I had a lighter fly on. I had a single Buford. Mm -hmm. I wasn't throwing anything too, too big, no, but that's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It was. Good fly. It was uh, like it was one of the ones the chartreuse and white one that's been sitting here, and it swam pretty well. The head wasn't too too dense. I think I felt like it was kicking back and forth well. So, eh, hell yeah, can't complain. We'll there. fish it. Keep fishing it. Oh, I uh, we'll 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 keep going with this, and I uh, I got I well we'll have to say something else here in a little bit, but uh, we went down a little further, uh, from there after after lunch and talking shooting shit with the guys and. We uh we hit a good spot where we usually start seeing the fish by the pillar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're already down through the flat water and now you're at the f you're already at the riffle and you're past the funnel and okay. Yep. yep. We went yep. through the funnel. Yep. Bottom end of the funnel. Mm-hmm. Was that where you and I walk up at? Mm. Park to walk up. Oh no, the, yeah, the right. Tick spot. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Place with all the ticks. Like right of what I used to call the dead zone. Like mm -hmm. right there where you like there's that wall. Or the there's like a little bit of rock wall with a cut bank on the mm -hmm. yep right there. Uh, we started we saw a small fish, or even another or decent fish. There was a decent fish caught. PJ got or was it you or PJ got one? No, you, I think you caught one right there. Another fish and PJ actually said he was like, well if we usually catch fish right here, usually the rest of the floats are really really good. So, you know that gave me a little bit. It gives you know it was a little confidence boost. And then, boy, don't we start seeing some fish. And the first big fish we saw, you hooked. And we're in a spot that I honestly have, haven't ever seen a big smallmouth. You know, and that's one of the weird things about our river. You just got to fish hard the whole time because you never know where they're going to come out yeah, of. I think they're starting to move right now with these temps, too. When it's getting that cold at night, they're starting to make their shift. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, and I thought it helped us a little bit once they, the water and temp got, like you said, a little closer. But you hooked this fish on. Uh, tell, talk, tell us a little about the fly and what happened. Well, I I don't really know what the fly was. It's just kind of something I came up for for trout fishing. Um, decided to use it for smallmouth, and it seemed to work. It was just a like a yellow uh, uh, marabou with uh, some mallard plank on it, and like Arti I said, articulated. Though. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't very big. It was maybe only three, four inches. Um, but yeah, I threw it into. Log jam that had some riff water on, on the edge of it. Well, you had a cone head. Yeah, I did. It was a little cone head, though, just yeah. to kind of keep it under the water. But I was using a sinking line, too, which which helped. Um, first, no, second time using a sinking line. Definitely really like that. Um, a lot better than floating line. Really get down there. Um, but, yeah, hook that. Might have uh, might have tried to pull it in a little bit too fast. Um, but we were in some pretty heavy current there so i don't know what i could have done differently i in my, myself i almost you, think you passed the pillar at this point in the center spot no before no. the pillar in the We're, current yeah well i'm trying to think exactly uh 
right above no above even that like how it kind of splits in two there's a there's mm-hmm. a there's a big mm-hmm. you you can't you can barely go left now you c- mm-hmm. you could before you have to go all the way right mm-hmm. and there's a couple little holes there to the right and right in one of those holes uh-huh. and then there's uh i've always talked about the big one i lost He's on a, a dead spot. tree on the we walk left up, side. Where we kept walking the bank yep. up and we cross and I'd say cast up there. There's a couple pockets. That's where that's where I was always trying I know. to. I knew exactly where he was talking about yep. when he was like, he's, he got two sides and you can't yep. really and there's get a, through the left there's side. There's a log yeah, in yeah. the middle of it, which yeah. makes it a pain because you've got to like, if you're waiting it, you got to cast in low and like mend up to it. Because if you walk up to it, you can't cast over to that pool because that twigs are all in the way. That's a good spot. Yeah, he hooks his fish. And <coughs> go ahead, man. We, we we rolled on through, and I think I could have done something different too. So like you hooked it, and at that point you have did. nothing. Or he, yeah, but you see, so you hook when you hook that thing, you're already at that point. The nose of it's got to be dang near in the current at that point, isn't it? Well, you're like I was. I was really hugging the the left side, and it's it's slow, but I'm like bang. I'm like you know bouncing off a little bit of rocks here and yeah, there. It's a foot deep. When he and then you get, but then as soon as he hooks it, it's at the kind of at the bottom end of where that goes back into the current because it bends mm-hmm. around and comes back in so now we're getting sucked down that current <laughs> to our left you know what i mean and i i'm trying to you know i think i could have rolled you toward the fish just to break some of the tension of the current maybe yeah and i i could have probably done a little bit of different and looking back hey again learn i mean I'm, it's that's a that's a shitty ass situation when you're going down through a current and you have a fish on and what are you going to do now? PJ's got the net. He probably could have waited on the net job and let that fish run. You a almost bit. think in that point, could you just, as soon as it happened, just dropped anchor right there. I and just, I always get scared of that. Just adding so much pool right away. Well, when but you it, stop. Yeah. But at that point, the fish is already coming back at the current with you. So when that does happen, all he's going to do is keep running. So you're going to have a little bit of slack, just catch up with him. Because you know, he's already coming back to you at that point. Even in a even in a now thinking about it situation, I probably just should have just told you to jump out of the boat and just start fighting the fish off, yeah. off yeah. by You're yourself on the on the current. I mean it wasn't like a very the, big fish. The side of the, yeah. But it was enough where because of the current it made it difficult to fight. Oh, it was, it was a decent to, fish. It was yeah. probably I said sixteen, seventeen maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a good fish. Like we would have pulled the hook. Yeah. Right at the right at the net. It was. I mean, he got everything he wanted out of it except for holding it in a picture. <laughs> so that's all you can ask for, you know. You got to watch the eat. Everything yeah. happen. Oh man, watching the eat, watching the this the fly disappear. I love that in smallmouth fishing. But uh, PJ comes down, and we're right by the uh, the pillar. You know, like the one you come down through that grassy current pillar. Cast perfectly right into the pillar with the game changer. I think it fouled as he casted it in and still hooked the fish because it was like on his head. He said it was heavy as shit, the the fish. He was like, Jay, that was a big fish. It could have been a, like a hybrid. I'm like, it was a big smallmouth. It was a big smallmouth. Don't shit yourself. You fucked up. Or uh, it just something <laughs> happened. Sorry. In there. But uh, yeah, you messed up. It's so, a good spot. Yeah, that, it is. And, and, and the fish were really starting to, they were on, man. And it was big fish we're seeing decent fish now we're starting to catch more fish you know even clark street few fish missed a few other fish watched another fly disappear things are starting to happen and we're having some fun you know at this point at least you know it was a little slow start again but uh we get down to the uh, 
the obstacle, and we're going to talk a little later about a different obstacle that we had to go around, but we get down to, you know, the hybrid place, and uh, he goes across. I, I actually get the first chances at one, didn't hook one, and uh, so we pulled the boat down through, and he heads across. He he hooked, uh, what'd you get? It was about a 12-inch hybrid. wasn't very big, but it was still fun. And I feel like you can kind of tell... Well, there's a couple different ways to tell between that and a white bass. There's, I mean, if you're looking on their mouth, I guess they have white bass has two tongues, and a hybrid has one. I think that's how it goes. That's one way to tell. And then you know you can look for the broken lines on the side, and I feel like the even the small hybrid has a little bit of less of a pie shape or you know plate shape, a little longer, more streamlined. In the way they look. I don't know. That's something that I've seen just, you know, being down there catching them. Uh, you caught that one. You yelled, I got one. And then, you know, probably took a little run at first or whatever. And even though I had a, only I had a six weight. And him and I, uh, Jordan and I walked across and fishing, fishing, fishing away. And I, I kind of get a, a, I know an angle I like from down underneath, like the run that I could kind of set up and bring my fly down through where I know usually where a fish will sit and it, this time it was only a 20 inch 22 inch probably i mean it was decent little hybrid but boy on a six weight it was everything you could ever want you know and and, and if i would have hooked a real one oh boy my rod might have been snapped in two but it was fun oh my would've, gosh would have took you to the cork oh he would have he would have i would have been feeling it for sure i'd have probably got away with it but boy I noticed it was a smaller one after. I mean, it took still took two or three runs. It was still fun as hell. I mean, if that was the only fish I caught all day, it was still. I love those fish. Uh, even if they're only, you know, three pounds. That one was probably two, three pounds. Three pounds, probably. A decent size, but, like, it was just a ball, you know. They just, God, do they fight. So, that was fun. I'm, I, was, I was tickled pink at that point. I caught it on a nice little hollow fly or bulkhead. So... I always prefer bucktail. I do. I do. I love it. I can't tie with it as much as I used to, but boy, I love Good stuff. it. it I is. love bucktail with a big swollen eye. <laughs> I love it with a big swollen eye. Like, I thought of Buford. Look at my eye. Uh, so, yeah, I get those couple of fish, and then, uh, boy, we get down to the uh, – our, our, one of my favorite spots all summer has been, has been picking on these, uh, these lowly old carp. And they sit and get fed bread by all these people. And the last water fire, water fire. was last night. Oh, so it doesn't matter. They're gonna, <coughs> still going to be ruined for the next yeah. They month. were. They've been hyped. I think, and I, I'm going to be honest. I think they're starting to get uh, onto the large <laughs> hollow flies that we're trying to feed them. I think they're starting to get smart. They're like going up around them and looking at them now a little more than they used to. Like I remember that one. Yeah. It's got pink in it. Yeah. There's no pink in that bread. Yeah. So we're gonna have to maybe. Uh, I'm gonna have to switch my flies up here. I'll figure something out. Tan and white for mold. Like a little. Yeah. Just go tie a bunch of Buford heads on a f- on a hook, <laughs> and just throw it out there and let it sit That's there. That's all you need. Oh, I yeah, I should. Tan and brown. Just use the natural color. Oh, you're gonna even toast it for him. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, well, you gotta, best, tie, a, you gotta tie a baguette fly next. I gotta have uh, I gotta have my, my buddy, uh, my new best friend on the show here soon. Uh, 
dirty bread man. The bread, the bread kid, the bread kid from like Donna Steiner. He is the coolest dude in the whole world. Uh, I have never said anything but thank you. I guess I, I, I never like we didn't go down there asking. We just knew what we were gonna do. You know, throwing bread flies, and then it became well. Well, if this guy's going to sit up there and help us, we're going to just throw all kinds of different shit, and they're not going to ever know the difference. And I swear, the one that PJ got into today, didn't PJ actually even asked me, because he knows I've been just you know beating the crap out of him this year and just having a good time. Again, if I'm going past him, I'm fishing for him. There's no way you're stopping me. I love it. It's great. It's not real fishing, but it's real fun. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, you know, I, I, I do. I, oh, I can't get enough. Uh, it is, it's, it's hilarious. It is. It really is. It's a hoot. It is a hoot. And then the, all the water fire stuff's out there, so that makes it even more of a hoot. You know, <laughs> the idea that this 20-pound carp that PJ now just hooked into, that took off, and I'm spinning the boat around like, all right, you keep fishing over there while I pay attention to what PJ's doing. Because I'm trying to hook all of them at once, too. I want I want total chaos. I want two <laughs> big-ass carp on as many fly. I, I, I want them all. If we catch three, I would try to catch three at once. I want to see the shit show. This is this is what we're here for. I want the fun. This thing, man, it it, it gave PJ a good hell hell of a run. Seven weight. Yeah. It was a wolf frog. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to use it for what you got. Like that he, he can horse it in. He's like, what pound test do you have on this? A twenty. Oh yeah, you can bring you it can, in. <laughs> yep, you're I said, good. I said, Pull. you're good, yeah. bud. Just yeah, just like, go ahead. Give it. Give her hell. Pull. It's a crane. Just give her hell. Give her hell. It's like, oh, all right. I gave it a little more than I'm giving it. Then this thing, I mean, it engulfed. You couldn't see. <laughs> you couldn't see any of the hollow fly. It was gone. Completely mm-hmm. gone. It didn't even look like there was a, f- a fly in there. It was just lined into the mouth. I'm like, wow, he ate the crap out of that like he was eating a big-ass piece of bread. <laughs> right down the hatch. Awesome, awesome fun. You know, we didn't, <laughs> oh. we didn't, we didn't hurt the boat, and nothing got hurt, so no rods That's got true. broke. So Old Whistle Lips got a picture. Oh, yeah, he got his pictures. <laughs> we had a good time. I asked him if he needed his boga grips. To pick up the to pick up the carp, <laughs> so he said no, and he, he and he also said some also good choice words at me. Yeah, I was gonna ask like, uh, did you get a new pair. Did, did you finally get a an well, no, ear he, full those, for the bogey grips? No, those those they floated, so he got them back. Oh, I thought you just like chucked them. No, 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 nothing like that. No, he it was just it was just all in fun that day. Should have just threw them up in the lily pads. Yeah, they would have probably never gone back there. Threw them in a tree. Uh, you know, and then stopped at our local establishment for PJ to not be able to. Oh, boy, our buddy never even told me he had a heart attack. Who? PJ. PJ. PA, yeah. He, so yeah, he, um, I told him I'd talk about this in the podcast, but uh, he. You he, told him you wouldn't talk about. I, it? No, I said I would. Oh, okay. No, I, I told him I'm talking about this on the podcast. This means a lot to me. But I, you, I, why didn't you text me? Tell me something. Jeez. Uh, no, so he he had had an alumni wrestling match that he wrestled in. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently, he hasn't the artery that is supposed to run behind your breast uh, muscle, we'll call or pec. I guess it'd be your pec if we're gonna get technical. Uh, runs through his pec. So he got you know, you know he's not as in shape as he ha- you know has been when he was a kid and whatever when we all were, and is in this wrestling match and. Apparently he has his heart attack because oh, his muscle man. tensed up so much in his chest that it, oh shit, pinched this artery. Oh, serious? Yeah, and he had he was in he was in the hospital he for three bypass or hospital in three days, and 
Uh, all kinds of and stuff. You yeah. Like stand or yeah. have surgery oh, yeah. or no, no surgery. Hey, no. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It was man, dude, no. you hit it well, bro. I was if like, you're listening to this. You hit it well. Yeah. Uh, I'm jeez, you know I'm, I'm glad my. When did hell ago that happen? Uh, I was a little she, bit if he's yeah. recovered and everything. Yeah, it was. It was between the last time we fished and now, which has been a little while. But you know, I mean, this within the last six months, five months, four Dang months, beach. summertime. Oh man, I was like, oh, not my buddy. Gosh, it's like my best fishing bud. You know, I, lo- this I is love the fishing. First you heard about it was just yes, <laughs> and I'm like Jesus. I I call you and tell you if my nephew almost drowns in the river you could call me and tell me if you damn near had a heart attack i mean come on buddy i mean you better be listening to this pj i'm gonna you know you said that to me and i was you know i, I love i love page he's you know he's one yeah, of he's, cool he's, dude, he's our good yeah. friend i mean he's he's, he's a part of the svs family and has been forever you know and i just that was something that happened today i was like damn dude, you, you could have said something to us you know yeah gosh anything but I'm glad he's all right, and I'm glad we got to go out and spend our time out today. It was it was fun. He couldn't have a beer after, because he's on mm-hmm. blood pressure medication for that. Right. So, your TV's hey. totally working. It's got a mind of its own. Yeah, maybe it'll turn the football game on for me on its own. But uh, my wife's supposed to be getting us a new Roku, so Mark and I can watch our football for the season. Listen. Yeah, my battery's dying. I gotta go get my charger so I can plug it in and keep watching the game here. There's uh, it can't. Are you, you want to hear an iPhone? No, you want to hear what happens when I plug oh, this no, in? Oh no, no. Well, all right. <laughs> well, I tried real quick early, like right as soon as the show, and I was like, boop. I was like, nope. Gotta unplug that. Hey, we're gonna take a a quick break, and we're gonna come back with Jim's fishing, and uh, we'll be moving on to uh, Mark's processing today. Hey, so Jim. You also, we talked about, you also went out musky fishing today. I did. I did. And uh, I I had a... Uh, you invited me, but I already had the uh, feelers out to have a float going on with other people. So You know what? You were yeah. a man of options today, I feel. You you yeah. had a lot of options going into this morning. I'm glad you, you figured it out and you guys had a good float. It sounds like you guys had a blast. Yeah. It was, could have been two fish better. Uh, two big smallmouth would have made the perfect day, but it was a great day. So... Uh, I'll I'll fill you in on how my day went. Okay, so my my buddy that we flathead fished with, my buddy Tom. Yeah. So he's kind of like. Wait, that's who you sold the pinner rods to, right? No, no, oh, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no, no. I no, thought no. it was pinner Tom. No, down. no, no, no. That was that was no. He does. Oh, he. Oh, no, okay. You bust his ass. Oh, so he's pinner Tom. Listen, okay. I am so pinner Tom. Listen, I want you to know something. I I sold. I don't have any pins anymore. I get it. No, I do, I, I am a pinless man right now. So I'm a pinless, pinless fella. <laughs> I, I'm a reformed pinner. A, the pinner formerly yeah. known as Jim. I grew up. And listen, I have access to one more if you uh, would like to uh, vi- uh, Viking funeral one. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I talked about it with him a little bit today. Uh, Jordan, on the right him, that was a funny topic too. Uh, I don't hate it. Or, I hate the way people do it. If you mind your own business and you fish where you're supposed to fish at and fish the water in front of you with your pin rod, and there's a way to fish with etiquette and there's a way to fish without etiquette. I'm it a just whole seems hog. Like all these I was a whole hogger. Uh, yeah. Well, See, yeah, you notice how I had to backtrack and say I, I was instead of I am. I was a whole hogger. Like, I mean, you could fish the water right in front of you. And then if you need to move, you can move a little bit if you need to, too. There was a time and day where I would send that float freaking 90 yards. Uh, <laughs> and if there's nobody standing there, that's fine. 
But if you if you drift in front of my drift with my fly rod, oh my god, I'm gonna freak out. I'm on the scene, baby. I know. Oh, the, you you the, you people. <laughs> You people. No, I'm not. What do you mean, you people? I'm reformed, man. I'm reformed. I got more. I got Mark more fl- reformed you out of pinning. I got yeah, more fly reformed. rods than I have anything right now. Uh, hey, listen, outside good for of, you. outside of cat gear, like, I'm all, I'm, I got fly rods, man. I fish with fly rods now. So. I feel that there should, it should, like, still stay on your record, though. You know, it doesn't just <laughs> yeah. get, like, all of a sudden expunged because you yeah. sold them all. After five, you, yeah, after five years, can I, yeah, can I after, contest yeah, it? Maybe yeah, maybe even three. Maybe, like, three to five. Yeah, we yeah, had that, like, what, but, like, two years and you get it expunged off yeah, your yeah, record? Yeah, it's not permanent, but, but it doesn't yeah. just all of a sudden disappear because you sold them all. I'm on, uh-huh. pro- I'm on probation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, double, back, What back. is it, double secret top probation or something? Go ahead. No, all the center pins are gone. It's it's good. just it's good, regular good. probation. Hey, uh, but anyways, you, back to back to the fishing trip okay. this morning. So, my buddy Tom, he's he was kind of like me. He still hasn't he hasn't landed a muskie yet, and I mean, and he's gone. He has another friend that fishes the same body of water that we went to today, and he's gone with him a couple times, and he's hooked up and he's lost fish. So, I really wanted to, uh, you know, try to. You know, take him out because that's my fishing buddy. You know, and I he's Gear Tom. He's Gear Tom. He gear guy Tom. He don't want no part of that fly rod, man. He hey. he's keeps selling me the whole. Uh, as long as you're not dunking bait out there for him, hey, you know, throw some gear. Hey, if you could chuck the gear, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not against it. Yeah. So I mean, he's out there. He's you know, I mean, he's throwing some simple stuff. He's not throwing nothing crazy. I mean, he's throwing you know, you know, double. Uh, Stack bucktail. I thought you were gonna say double dongers with like you know the twisty tails on the ends. No, no, no. He ain't out there Medusa. Oh, okay. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay. No. But uh, so this started off at the beginning of the week. You know, I messaged him. I was like, weather's gonna be good. I don't have because my set September for the rest of September. I'm gonna be in a wedding next weekend. Like I like I told you, I won't be here. And um, like I'm just I'm I'm stacked up between now and the beast. I just I don't have any free time whatsoever. So <clears throat> we made plans to go out this morning because weather was going to be good. You know, we were going to have overcast temps. We we're going to be everything. It was, it was just going to be a good day. So I told him, I was like, I'm going to pick you up at six o'clock. Okay. And I woke up at five, you know, started getting my morning together, you know, hopped up on the phone, you know, just got caught up on all the notifications and everything. And I seen that he was active, you know, on, on messenger, like, 40 minutes before I got up. I was like, oh, sweet. He's already up. Went about my whole morning. Got truck loaded up. Got the boat all ready to go. I texted him. I said, hey, you ready to go? This was like 15 minutes before I told him I was going to be there to get him at 6. No response. Waited a minute. Texted him again. No response. He's out cold. I went from going, he woke up early to make sure that he was ready to go fishing to this son of a bitch just got home <laughs> and now he was he's probably passed out so i gave him a bit and normally if if because he's bailed on me a time or two so that goes back to the whole airing agreements thing so if you're gonna make plans to go fishing just make plans to go fishing if you're gonna be there at a certain time make sure you're there at a certain time because if you ever go fishing with Mark Burns and you're not there at a certain time, you're going to be there on a certain time the next time that you go fishing with Mark Burns. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely uh, don't disagree. We've uh, we've all. Uh, if you t- if I t- be here at six o'clock, you you can have six o five the first. You can have six ten whatever. You can have it once. You can have it twice. And the second time, I'm gonna tell you, this is two three. I leave you. Yeah, period. I don't care what you did the night before. I don't care if you stayed out till three o'clock. You said you were gonna be here at six. It's six. Anymore? We're all, I'm old at this point. Yeah, I'm always on time. Yeah, I mean, anymore at 6.05, I'm going. Everybody knows now. Like, whoever I'm fishing with, they're going to be there at 5 till. At 6.05, if you're not there, I know you're not yeah, going to yeah. be. I'm rolling because I, I know your something's happening. I always say it. Five minutes early, life is great. Yep. Life's great. Speaking five of that, Peach, Peach, Peach had a bachelor bachelorette party last night. He didn't drink, but he was, you know, his, his her girlfriend did. And uh, they he said he didn't get to bed till like 2 or 3. Two, two, I think it was. He said, Ooh. and he was up at four thirty. So, he hopefully he's on his way safe home. I told him to get a coffee, but uh, he was he was dragging ass a little bit toward the end there. He was getting pretty tired. Well, he got to be home by now. Oh yeah, hopefully he's. I'll have to, we'll have to text him here. But uh, he'll be plenty home. So uh, being the night owl yes. that Tom was last night, okay, <laughs> I uh, I come <laughs> to find out <laughs> that uh, Tom f- was in a pool tournament last night. That he just failed to fill me in that he was going to be doing the evening before that we got to be up, you know, really early to to be <laughs> at the boat ramp. Because I mean that waterway, I mean it's, it I mean it's not common knowledge. I mean that that place is beat on. I mean there's musky fishermen everywhere, and we have weather like this, you know, there's going to be a lot of boats out. So like I didn't want to be part of the crowd, you know, crowding the boat ramp first thing in the morning. So. <clears throat> We keep keep uh, keep trying to get a hold of Tom. Tom isn't answering. So finally, I messaged him and I said, "You know what? I went through all this effort in getting this boat ready and getting absolutely everything ready, and I made you sandwiches for lunch. I'm waking everybody up in your house, and I drove all the way over. That's what I'm saying. I broke character. That's not normally like me, but you know what? It was the morning. I had one day to do this. It was the morning." I wanted to go fishing, and I drove all the way over to his house. And, man, I walked up. It's dark out, so I'm walking up the side of his sidewalk. I walk up on his front porch, and I can see the flashing from the TV in his living room. (laughs) And I walked up, and I looked in his glass pane on his front door, and I seen him all curled up in the fetal position on his recliner. And I'm sitting there. I'm tapping on his window. I'm tapping on his window, and he still ain't moving. And then at that point, I started bang, 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 because he's he's literally, he's like three feet from me. (laughs) His His little daughter got up off the couch that I couldn't see. It was looking at me, and I had my hood up and a hat on, and it's dark out. So, like, you don't know who's on the other side. And she's looking at me, and you could tell that she's just scared shitless. I mean, absolutely scared shitless. And I'm, I I pulled my hood back, so at least, like, you can kind of see my face. But it's still dark. And I went, Aubrey, like, you know, wave to her. Because, like, I've seen, I met her before. I went, wake your dad up. So she starts shaking him and everything. And then he, finally, I found out that his mom stayed the evening and she was sleeping on the other side of the house. And she comes walking up, sees me at the door, dark as shit again, looking at me like I'm robbing the place, man. And, I, and she's like, who's at the door? And I had to yell <coughs> so she could audibly hear me say, it's, it's me, it's Jimmy. And she goes, oh, it's Jimmy. My buddy Tom 
snapped off the couch like he's seen a freaking ghost, man. I mean, a ghost. Like, he looked at his... He immediately grabbed his... I watched this all happen through the glass. He pulled his phone out, looked at his thing and seen what time it was, and looked back at me at the door. And it was just like he's seen a ghost. He was just pale white, man. He got up, walked all the way over, and he opened the door. He was the first one to open the door. Keep in mind... Door hasn't been opened. Like, little daughter seen me. Mom's seen me. We all know that I'm on the front porch. Nobody's opened the door up until this point. And he had to open the door. And he's like, give me a minute. And I went, don't worry about it. I'll give you a minute. <laughs> and I went and I pulled my truck up a little bit closer to his house because somebody left for work. And he lives on a hill there. So I was kind of parked far away. So I pulled my truck up. He finally comes out, gets in the thing. We didn't really talk about it. But he was just <laughs> like, I'm here. I went. I know you're here. And we went about it. We loaded up the boat and everything, hooked up, drove all the way out there. He slept the entire way there. <laughs> the, he even told me, he goes, listen, I'm probably going to sleep the entire way there. I went, what? And that's whenever I found out he was playing in the pool tournament the evening before. And he's like, dude, he goes, I figured I was just going to stay up. I went, yeah. And then I told him the whole story about, you know, I uh, thought you were already awake when I was awake and, you know, all that. So, get all the way out to the lake, start fishing. He finally is starting to feel a little bit more human. He got some coffee in him and everything. He's awake. He ate a little bit of food. And uh, <laughs> we get into, uh, we start fishing. The morning was beautiful. I mean, it, we had overcast. It was cold. I mean, water temps were perfect. I mean, there was no wind whatsoever where I was at. And you could just you could just sit and fish every little bit of structure that you wanted to and not have to worry about you know the wind blowing you around too much so we get about an hour and a half into fishing and again my buddy tom hasn't hooked one yet i see him snap the rod up and he goes fish and i looked over and this heavy action spinning rod is completely bent in half and it's just throbbing and i see him reeling and i looked out and I seen the flare of the side of the fish's head, and he was bringing it in, and it was coming in all at an angle. I mean, I could tell he had the fish pinned. And I grabbed the net and went to go around the boat, and as soon as I opened the net and popped it open, that fish popped the hooks right there. I almost feel like it's like a bad omen sometimes to pull the net. Like you're like, what else you gonna? Yeah. I know, but I, mean, I always feel like it's like grab yeah. the net, and yeah. then I'm like, boom, I lose the fish, and I'm like, oh, what is? What's why do I, why do I see that? Lose the fish if you bought, grab the net or not? Yeah, what's hey, what's worse, having you lose the fish while I'm grabbing the net, or having me not grab the net and then you losing the fish at the side of the boat and going, why didn't you grab the net? I, okay, okay, well put. Yeah. I guess yeah, good. Yeah. I just I always feel like it happens simultaneously. All the time. Yeah, if I didn't have you grab that net on that one fish I caught, the only fish I caught on the gear rod, we'd have never got. I would have, I would have never had a fish on a gear rod. No, but uh, but after my buddy lost that lost that fish, he was shook. I mean, he was shook. <laughs> I gave him a file and told him I was like, you need to sharpen those those hooks because if you just if you pulled that out of that fish's mouth that hard, and I mean, I mean, dude, he set the hook on that fish. I mean, I watched it. You heard the drag and everything go on the reel. I mean, he laced into that fish. And did it that come fish still when it, it when it when it spit the hook? Did was it uh, like out of the water? Was it thrashing so, its head on top of the water or what? So he 
he threw out not he wasn't fishing the shoreline. He actually and he, he was threw fishing out, a he was fishing like you know like a double bucktail like treble hook spinner. Sure, you know. Sure, what color? Uh, fire tiger. Oh, okay, little fire tiger one. But uh, he wasn't even he didn't even throw at the weed edge that we were fishing. He he threw out like I mean maybe like fifty like almost like completely straight on with the boat, <laughs> and he was pulling it back and. I just I was fishing, you know, working my own. I was fishing a double, and uh, I just happened to hear him just say "fish," and I heard the drag and everything go. And I seen, I like, I'd seen the last that I seen of the fish. Whenever I, he was pulling it, and he said "fish," I watched the fish turn sideways, and I seen the side of its head completely, you know, flared out and everything. Like I seen he was pulling on it, and that's whenever I reached for the net, and whenever I went to back. It was gone. What it was do you like, think, like uh, size wise. Uh, I mean, it was definitely it was in the probably mid thirties somewhere. I mean, it was a good fish. I mean, whenever you seen the side of his head flare out and everything, I mean, you could tell it was. I mean, that was a it was a good fish. It was a thick fish. Oh yeah. I don't think it was like super super long, but I, I'd probably say maybe thirty five, thirty six. Well, we're not gonna blow any spots, but that place is loaded with musky. Okay, dude. I, it really that, truly and is. that gets into the next part of my story here, man. I seen. So many different muskies today. It was ridiculous. So after he lost that fish, okay, we worked our way around in this little bay area that we were fishing, and we got to this other point. I moved the fish. As soon as I my fly smacked the weed edge, I pulled it off one strip. Fish was on it. I don't even... It, it looked like he came out of the weeds. Like, he was just sitting there, like, hiding, tucked in the weeds, and he shot out of them because it. I had one full strip off of the weed edge, and boom, there he was. He chased it a couple times. I stripped it really, really fast. He dove down, shot back up on one side, going, like, left to right, swiped at the back of the fly, completely missed it, chased it back another couple feet to the boat and did the same thing from right to left. He went down and came up and shot up again. And the same thing, just barely missed it. So like, I wish I would have hung it just a little bit, but dude, he was so hot on it. I didn't, I didn't want to slow it down because I figured I was going to pull the fish all the way back to the eight. I wasn't expecting him to zigzag on me like that. So I've been watching fish bust all morning and close to my boat. So I know that these are muskies. And after I had that fish follow in. What are they busting on? Dude, little bait fish, man. Little shads. Like, I've seen a couple different little bait balls all around today. And that's what it looks like. They're little shad. Little shad, huh? Little shad. I mean, they're not minnows. You can tell that it's a broader bait than than a minnow. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, in my mind, that's the only thing I can think of is a shad. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I mean, they're I'm not sure like, what they have. I mean, I mean they're I'm all sure like like two, kind of shad they're, they're all like two to three inches. I mean, I would think that those are schools of small shad. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I've never. I mean, I know what's in a few of the places around here. Like we have a couple of different kind of shad, but the gizzard shad being one of them that are, you know, oh no, monstrosities. No, 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 no. No, these are just little more like owlwives type things. Maybe, yeah, maybe owlwives. Maybe I mean, do they have a broader profile to them? Oh yeah, Yeah. they still look like a shad, but they're they're just not. Yeah, they're not. They're not huge. But we've seen these bait balls all day, and right after I moved that fish, I just happened to look over, and I can't wait to go look at my GoPro footage from today because I know I caught this fish on film. I just happened to look over out the back of my boat, 
and I watched this fish that I bet you this fish was probably pushing right around that 40 inch mark, maybe plus or minus, you know, but it was, I mean, it was long enough that you can go, wow. Like that was a big fish jumped up porpoise ate something off the top, literally had enough momentum in his, in his attack that he was able to get his whole body like four inches out of the water. His whole body came out and I watched the whole thing, just head, watched it roll into his back and go into his tail. And then he just went right back down. Kind of like flipping me the bird, like, hey, man, you just went over me. You missed me. So after seeing that, I ran a popper the rest of the day because I was just watching way too much surface eating activity. I figured I'd run a popper. And uh, large mouths yesterday on anything with a pacarini tail. Not yesterday, this morning. Well, yeah. Oh, shit. This I'm already, morning, I'm already man. ending tomorrow, man. Yeah. Well, today, but... Uh, Anything with a pacarini tail got smoked by a largie, <laughs> but the fly didn't get smoked. It was just the pacarini tail. Anything with a pacarini tail today was getting tugged on by a largie. Man, I was telling you outside, and I might have said it on here already, but you got to tell your buddy to run like in a one ounce to one and a half ounce regular bass spinner. You know, with like the two different with the thing on the bottom of the you know and all the with, the, with the springy thing yeah. on it yeah you got to have like, like a, a what, do, what do they call it what do they call that a skirt there what, you go a skirt what, what, a big willow nice, blade on yeah. it yeah oh yeah a couple big willow blades oh yeah double one you want to put a trailer <coughs> on it too no i don't know that no why would you do that that'd be terrible i mean that's what the hook's there for I no guess. skirt bear hook skirt all right sound do, do it it'll, it'll work i'm telling you he'll catch his first muskie on the on no, I shouldn't say on the fly. On on gear, if he does that, hell with them bucktails, dude. Run that. I'm telling you, try. Just tell him try it. Just try it. Jay Jay said try it. He swears he swears by it. I'll, I'll just. I'll it's sm- like it's like a it's like my Joe's fly. I'll smuggle I, it on. There I, I will run a time. I will run a green spinner bait or I will run a Joe's fly if I if I'm throwing gear. That place there, you bass bass stuff big time. Especially this time of year, mm-hmm. you know. And then you get in the later times of year, he can move up to bigger bigger stuff. But you know. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would be. I'd be pulling one of those. Yeah, a good size one. You could, and you could launch the. You could launch those things. Mm-hmm. Sheesh, oh man! Is he using a bait cast or is he using a uh, spinning combo? Spinning combo, yeah. just like a regular spinning combo. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome! Good for him. That's so much fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like a, it's a, it's a heavy. I mean, it's a, it's similar to those cat rods that we were using. I mean, it's stout. And it's a one piece, mm-hmm. so I mean, it, there's no. Oh, that's what you should have. Yeah. Whenever, uh, again, when I was gear fishing in Canada, when we went up, man, we're using big rods, pen reels, you know, uh, always one pieces, you know. You gotta be able to bury that hook in there. Heck yeah, you're out there to slay that fish Down. right there, yeah, you know. Like that fellow up there. Yeah, we uh, we did. We got some. Uh, my dad, uh, he's getting rid of the stuff in his bar that he had in his basement as I was growing up, uh, as a kid. And, you know, he, it was, he gave us his 47 and, uh, I think it's a little over 47. It says 47 is 28 pounds, I believe. 20 some, 20 something. I think it's 28 think it's pounds. 28. Yeah. Uh, musky. So that a Canada fish. Yep. That's a Canada mm-hmm. fish. And it was, uh, it was, uh, he had it done in Canada as well. That's that where, good yep. work. It's still yeah. really nice. Yeah, for that many did, years ago. Yeah, they did I mean, a really was, good job on it. I was probably, oh boy, <laughs> 17, 
18, maybe 17 when he caught that fish. So we're talking, you know, quite a few years ago now, 20 some odd years ago. And hey, back when awesome Tom, fish, back when Tamagotchis were hip, dude. We were, we were, yeah, yeah, exactly. My sister and I probably had some over we at you know the the cabins up there. Uh, but yeah, it was cool of him to hey let it be the SVS muskie behind the you know behind our set here. It looks a little bit better in I this think place it looks now. Good, yeah, and it, uh, fr- it, fr- it really frames well. Our uh, looks nice. The Fisherman's Cove thing that we got here, uh, it's just a little sign uh, made of some rough cut wood. Our neighbor, uh, it's passed away now. He did that for my dad. So I thought it was cool. He was the guy who owned the gym that owned the camp next to us before he passed away and sold it off to the other guy. Uh, so nice. Yeah. So I thought, hey, fits. I like the bird up there. We'll keep we'll keep the bird. The bird's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we'll keep, you know, doing other stuff. I, I still got to bring some stuff in the house. We I need more yet. whiskey. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we better tell Chris to get on his J-O-B here. If hey, Chris, wa- if you're if listening to this, wants to we need more whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, Chris, we just need more whiskey. Yeah. Or, yeah, send us some whiskey. That'd be great. I mean, I'm not going to drink it, but I'm going to watch you guys drink it and laugh my ass off. Yeah, you have a little here or there. Your cup's getting a little moldy with the whiskey over there. You That's might want to wash that. Yeah. We, that, that It just adds to the flavor. <laughs> adds to the flavor. You just shoot it out. Bacteria. Yeah. Hey, no, yeah. What is it? Penicillin. It's yeah. just penicillin. You're out. You'll be all right. That and it. alcohol, that'll keep you. That's yeah. your, it's perfect. Little yeast, cure anything. Yeah. Little yeast never hurt nobody. He's just waiting for when he comes in with a sniffle and put it in there. So, what, uh, being on this lake, you know, decent amount of times now, what are you starting to learn? And are you going to keep kicking it there in the fall and uh, trying to move into what they're doing there then? I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I have, I know with, with musky season coming in, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to where I get to fish with Mark quite a bit during the off season, but I know that he's going to become busy with clients and everything as the season progresses. So, I mean, I'll have opportunities to to go out there. But you know what? For for where I live, it's not that bad of a drive. It's somewhere that I could be, you know, within 20, 25 minutes. It, I might as well. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean I'm, starting to, I'm starting to learn it. I mean, every time I've been there, I moved fish. I mean, I'm 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 learning that body of water. It's just it's something else to add to the arsenal. It's just not it's a challenge in its own. Just learning that body of water. And it's not the small. It's not a small lake. No, it's it, a it, decent sized lake. You know, I've I've covered enough of that lake in the sh- in the three or four trips that I've taken this year alone, and then I took two trips there last year. So I mean, I kind of got an understanding of the layout of it, and you know now that you have ideal conditions because i've been on it when it's kind of mediocre and i've been on it when it's bad i haven't really been on it when it's you know ideal conditions and today was it was a prime day and i just i seen so much and it was just piecing that you know little bit here a little bit there together you know i know that this is gonna this is gonna roll off into this depth i know that this is where this is gonna be in this contour i know that there's a log down there i know that you know there's a tree buried over here and i know that you know and like on a day like today, a couple of things you probably could. No, I don't. You have you have them D and D's. You mm. should have been fishing the crap out of that. I actually Hard. I did. I threw a, I threw the pink Fast. and white one. Do whatever the, you can. I threw the pink and white one. Today yeah, with, when bit. you're dealing with like little bait fish like that, do whatever you can do to move it as as erratic as possible. I mean, because he's he's shook. He knows something's down there. So I mean, it's try to go smaller. I mean, in, in a situation like that. 
Go as small as and, you can. And at the very end of the trip, like just seeing all of the bait balls and seeing how the fish were feeding and everything, that's Jay. I had you, that whenever I met up with you and fished that one time, whenever we went catfishing, and I went, Hey, you got a uh, game changer that's floating over there. And you went, Oh, yeah, here you go. You can take it. That little like olive back and the white bodied one. That'd be perfect. I looked at that thing three times today. I'm like, you know what? Should do it. Is the like, hook big enough what? in it? Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, as long as it's got a big no. enough hook in it, yeah. I looked at that thing several times today. And I was like <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh, like Mark was saying earlier, we like burning flies like this time of year. It's like you're in that time of year where water temps are still, you know, they're around seventy, well, at least here, you know, unless you get some rain. I know. Yeah, I mean, think about like that blade speed he's bringing at. Yeah. Now think about that blade if he's reeling it and the blades aren't moving. Is it going to move fish? Probably not. Same thing with a fly. And if you're not stripping that fly fast enough, it's the same thing as reeling that bucktail without blades on it. Well, today before, you know, like early, I, early though, no. I yeah. wouldn't have said that. Or first thing in the was, morning, no. I was I'd hanging going, in the morning. Yeah. So like I was fast I was really to hang, pl- yep. fast to hang. I was come really playing that broadside pause. Sure. And, and come off that weed yeah. edge quick and then yep. boom, hang bang, like six, eight bang. feet off that weed edge. So I was really trying to, you know, focus on that pause. But again, as the sun came up, I, I, I knew that the fish's metabolisms are going to be going up because, I mean, the sun's coming up. The water's warming up. I've watched it go up a, a degree and a half on my fish finder since I've been there. <coughs> So like once we had those first what, couple, that time it, like you, I wouldn't have been hesitant to go to two three feet of water too, if you can Dude, find I, fishable two three. Feet. I fished on the average probably like twelve and a half to fourteen foot of water. I tried to stay in that, but you know every now and again like you're going into nine, and you're in eight, and then some of the skinnier sections I'm into five foot of water. Yeah, because that would have warmed. <clears throat> I mean, not that it really would have cold enough though. It really, but uh, it really would where have. that that fish that hit Tom's. Blade bait today. He's I mean, out off the boat. Yeah, that, fi- the that fish pulled that out of like yeah, seven and a half foot of water. Thing. Yeah, thinking of that, it, it it one night of that isn't gonna warm or cold enough. It's not like it was that bad. But I mean, I, dude, we grinded it out. I mean, we gave her hell. I mean, we were fishing from, you know, like I said, we lo- got there like you know quarter after seven, seven o'clock somewhere in there, and it. I mean, we grinded it out until almost four. I mean, we gave her hell. I mean, we fished all the way through our minor and through our major today. I mean, we fished through our peak times. I mean, I that sun came out for a little bit, and I had to pull. That was perfect time for lunch. We pulled off to the shore, and I was like, I'm going up there in no trees, because that sun was brutal for a little bit. And then it we, was. Then we had that. Then we had that cloud cover come back in, and it was just game on again. I was like, I made the total wrong decision wearing waders today. <laughs> oh, why did I wear waders? I'm sweating my ass off. This is terrible. Uh, dragging that boat down ever? Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I should have probably not wore them. But again, it, again, it, there was a little bit of weird weather we didn't get. I, I had just fishing pants on in my, my comfy, my water shoes. And, uh, but my upper layers, I had a thermal, hmm. a long sleeve on, a hoodie, a vest. And boy, I got to tell you, first thing this morning, backing out of that boat launch. And rip it across that lake. <sighs> crisp. We'll say crisp. Did he sleep on the way to the spot too, or was he awake in the boat? He was awake in the boat. Yeah, that's that's a crispy morning. Yeah, that's hard to sleep through. Because he was wearing like a hoodie and No, nah, he was wearing fishing pants too. I don't know what else he had on, but 
He didn't look like he had a whole lot on up top. He just had a t-shirt and a hoodie. So, Mark, you want to talk about what you did today a little bit? I know you you did you didn't get to go fishing with us, but you had some no, stuff to I don't do. I like to go fishing. Yeah, cool mm. stuff that you did though. I mean, you if you could process fifty bucktails by yourself in one day, like to get ready for the week. You got a lot of time this week. You know, processed fifty four tails. I did mm, four batches. Died, so died twenty more. So yeah. like processing, and, and we've talked about it a lot before, but like. You just washed them out today. You have them on the borax and yeah. on the things now, the racks. Yep. I had 39 that came off today and put 54 more. I pulled the bag thinking that bag was like, oh, there's like low 30s. This will be good. No, there wasn't. And this is frozen stuff that you'd had mm-hmm. that you've been waiting on from last year even. Yep, finishing up what's remaining last year. All local deer, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not you're not pulling from other states. You're, you're This is all Pennsylvania white tail buck and doe but and we've talked about it later season deer better than early season deer mm. i'm gonna go shoot a doe in like two weeks in my backyard yeah tails are gonna be junk especially this heat oh yeah for a while until i they got push a, that. i got a lot of red fur there's still a ton of deer with red fur on cam oh yeah, yeah. i mean warming they, they back up shaggy. again we got 70 like pushing 80 again by the end of the week we saw six deer on the river today <laughs> we saw uh Two on the hillside right at the beginning. They were, like, mm-hmm. running the hillside mm-hmm. and just jaunting right along. And then uh, four sat down in Chad's pooping spot, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, four just sat. They sat out in the water, got drinks, watched us for a while up from them, and just moved down. It was, I got to see yeah. a lot of deer today. It was kind of fun just seeing them. They, but they were, like you guys are saying, red. But uh, Any swimmers today? No. No swimmers. But uh, back to that, Dick. You and then you are also dyed, mm-hmm. but uh, any good colors? Orange, blue, tan, olive. What is it? Oh, I like the olive. Mm-hmm. They have actually have an olive dye, or is it Mm-mm. you to mix a few? Mm-mm. No, if you overdo tan, make an olive. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, but that's about as exciting as you can make processing yeah, sure. and dyeing sure, tails. Sure. I mean, hey, it's just a full day. Started about seven and finished up literally on right before I came here and then after five. But got to watch football, so that was fun. Yeah, Joe so. Burrow looks like total poop. So or not yeah. yet. He's looking okay. He's get they're getting better. They started owing to last year, they'll be right. Yeah, I mean, he looked a little better today. They're just off big time. Something's off. Yeah, he just got paid a bajillion dollars. You don't have to work no more. An offensive line better side. start doing something too. And this one here at Denver's not any better we're watching. They're bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. The offensive lines is getting... Hey, TV has actually stayed on longer than it stayed on for a while. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's no, probably going to turn off about 30 seconds. I was going to say, last time and you said, said that, it shut off right then. Well, no, I'm trying to get all that coming in just tying-wise. I'm going to be just all day, every day tying until foreseeable future. Well, I mean... I tried to. I mean, we, I got it last week, end of the week, just for Pike. And even that, I mean, the water's just so low. I mean, it's, we, don't have, we got no water. We need it bad. We need rain. I mean, temps finally got down a little bit there, but they're coming right back up again by the end of the week. So once it's time to fish, I'll be ready. But get my get my work done now. So you had some uh, you had some friends, you know, and I know it's more than just a few. Ask for some beast winners, and you know it was funny. Mm-hmm. PJ started out 
with a, a green fly, you uh, he got off you uh, today. Nice. I was like, whose fly is that? That's Mark's. That looks like Mark's. <laughs> like I know you sure as hell didn't tie that. Swim good? Yeah, it looked great. Yeah, did nice. did a good job. Uh, had a packed tail on it. Yeah. But uh, you've been getting some... Uh, <gasps> no way! Oh wow! Hail married it off of like four people and caught it. You got that's typical Russell Wilson bullcrap sure right is. there. I watched him do it in college. Um, I watched him play uh, Ohio State man. in college. They better not get this two point. Uh, Braxton Miller ended up beating him, but oh, at the shoe. But uh, if you can't tell, I don't like Russell Wilson. Where we were, we were, we were, we were talking about something, and it was like, oh, so the, no, beast winners. I know you, ha- yeah, you had a few of our friends ask you for beast winners. I've what had a few lately? That yeah, I want in my box. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, wish what, I was keeping them. What, uh, what, what have you been tying as beast winners? I know Derek asked for a beast winner. I know this guy asked for a couple uh, beast flies. I already, I already have you, have, have you been getting uh, guys, you know, even just saying, hey, I, I need my beast flies. What do you, what, you know? Yeah, I, I've probably done. Ooh, probably now 10 batches for Beast. So I'm about through them. I think I got like one or two more. The one I did for you, not the bulkheads. You didn't see it yet. The, you wanted the all chartreuse? The highlighter. Yeah, but I did it with like a couple shades of chartreuse. I figured you'd do and it's thing, like, man. And I'm like looking at this thing like, I'm like, I don't know if I have enough bucktail left to make another one. I like it. I'm like, I'm going to just keep this. It's sick. And he missed a two-point perfect. Mm. Uh, I knew doing um, I, knew, X. I knew when you were gonna tie that one. I knew you were gonna love it after you were done. Oh with it. man, it is too. The funny part is like a lot of the flies I'm doing right now are stuff that I just they're not on the website. So it's like a lot of the newer stuff that I just haven't had time to get on there. But um, which tie for Derek? I know you tied one for Derek. Double minnow. That thing's sick. Mm-hmm. I do gotta make one for myself on that. Um, XL river pigs. Torgy's been having luck with them. Oh yeah, nice. Um, what else is there? Bulkheads. But them big river pigs, I'm really liking. I've been fishing them a lot. Been doing well with them. Like the end of last year, started. Yeah, it was the end of like after the beast last year. We started mm-hmm. with them, fished them through spring, fished them into now a couple different sizes. But like a triple, body wise, it's it's a triple with short feathers and like a little, little wave or flicker tail or some fork tail. So body wise, it's not overly different. Size wise than a um, double Buford, but it just swims a little different. It's neat. Yeah, the double river pig. Mm-hmm. So it's on a sixty degree shank, but it's weighted and keeled, so it's it swims inverted. But it kind of it, it has a double Buford glide bait style, but it's more because of it being hook shank hook. It kind of it works a little. I don't know how to explain it. Wait, it's a, so you're okay? Six aught shank, four aught. Nice. Tail extension, Pacarini tail. Hmm. Or take the tail off and you got yourself like a nine inch body. And it swims just like like a little like a little pull and then it necks and then it turns. And then it pull necks and then it turns complete broadside. So it's always given that broadside profile to it. But that's with uh like you can like deer head up towards the top. But the ones you do a little bit deeper, you can use like fox, marabou, like you do on a standard river pick. Mm-hmm. And then the nice part is, is with the 60-degree dumbbell or the aluminum eyes, you're already getting a lot of action in it. So you don't have to have the Buford head up there in order to push the water. 60-degree shank with or the head on the hook does a lot of it for you. Heck, yeah. So yeah, they swim good. They're a cool fly. 
But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, cool man. Uh, we get quite a few of them caught on them, but never know. I know hey. there's quite a few that don't blame the don't blame the arrow if it's not. Might be looking at the Indian if there's no fish caught with them. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things that's that's fishing, right? I mean, we, we're gonna see. Hopefully, uh, again, I hope they got a little more water than we got. I hope that area at least got hit a little bit. I mean, geez, fill up that fill up that lake just yeah, a tiny ne- bit. Needs a little more. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, if we as much as we can get for the next couple of weeks, we will take. I'll be doing my rain dance down here in the basement. Got to get out the 12, <laughs> I mean, 12 for weights real? in the headdress. It still doesn't look like they're calling for anything coming up either. No, need, I know. It, it's we need some of these tropical storms to catch the right wind and push over yeah. into the coast and go really into the coast. Yeah, that that always is a, it's a good thing for us when we get three days of rain in September because, frankly, I would be trout fishing or, you know, anything anything else like you know we would be on other water doing more what we like to do we have no water you know it's there's no trout there's no trout floats i got the trout float one time this year and i'd like to trout float a couple more times before it gets into their spawn and i'll leave them alone for a little bit and then i probably push through this winter you know taking a few here and there more than i did last year i think again if we have temperatures but uh and that's also a good time to musky fish the winter isn't a terrible time to get out and musky fish and to go and walk so and here's, here's have coming fun. Up. We got 68, 68, 73, 75, 77, 73, 73, 72, 70. And then days with rain are just calling shower, shower, showers. And we're the whole way up. We're into the beast. Showers, showers. Temperatures look nice. There's no water coming at all yet. Not unless some kind of front or something changes, but we've got nothing in the foreseeable future water-wise. We need some newborn hurricanes to happen. Yeah, uh, it would be nice. As long as uh, I want hurricane they should, they should come the next week. They all need to come right now and not hit Florida while I'm there. <laughs> and that would be great. And stay just stay away from Florida from, you know, October, whatever it is. You know, mid-October, or right after the Beast. It'll be pretty much right after the Beast. Just get a pontoon with a uh, awning on it. What do they call them? A bimini. Dude. Bimini. Yeah, bimini. It's, uh, it's bimini. Gonna, is it no, bimini or bimini? Bimini. No, we're taking the nitro, man. I'm taking the nitro out with a fly rod. I got you're it all packed you're, up. Oh, you're going glitter boat. Oh, yeah. Hey. I bet you the flake in the boat looks like Mickey Mouse. I hope it does. Well, two uh, can Sam. We're going to... Uh, We'll take one more small one, and then we're going to come back. A little bit of beast talk. Uh, our current uh, situation on the river, I want to talk about, and some shenanigans. Well, my wife and daughter made it home, and uh, they were at the uh, Pittsburgh Zoo all day. I know we all went to the Pittsburgh Zoo a few times. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, I don't know. We're, that's the closest town to all of us, I guess, city. I mean, so if you like animals. Cleveland animal, Zoo. If and you like animal slavery. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Go on down. Uh, she sent me a picture. There was a, uh, it was a fish tank, or I you guess have an, an aquarium. In there. Yeah, they, they and they have a tank full of brook trout. Nice. She sent me this yeah. tank full of these big, nice, cool ass brook trout. So that they was do that a lot of fish down what, there. Yeah. What uh, what kind of length does a zoo brook trout? 
I mean, is oh, it, there's is some it like, big ones in I there. I mean, is it a, yeah. like is it like a big specimen or is it like oh, what would yeah. be your average yeah. brookie? No, no it looks like it's all oh, red okay. underneath and it's big, like 12, 14, which it's is probably big. been six or eight I, years since I've been down I there. But they got I, a lot. I of haven't been to a zoo in forever. They got one side that's like all like bass and brook trout and like. A lot of Every, local stuff. Yeah, and then they've got another one that's like Amazon stuff with like Arapaima and all that, and then they have like a salt tank with your tuna and shark and everything going through. And the, 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 those it's like cool. Magnum brookies, they're just, oh my God, they're beautiful. Labrador ones. I've only seen one in Montana. My dad hooked it, and it pulled it five feet out of the air because we were above a culvert going on this little just nothing, you know, nothing, and big, big brookie. You need to do a Labrador trip where they get them big five, seven pounds. Yeah, I do. I need to do all kinds of stuff out yeah. there one of these days. But, uh, hey, the next cool thing that I think any of us are going to go do is the Beast of the East. Mm. A uh, couple weeks now. I know, and I talked to my teammates in the last two days, you know, got to, you know, talk to Justin for a minute, plan some stuff out. Mm. We're going to, we, we planned out our lunches on the shore, we we planned out our snacks and food this year where, you know, I talked to Evans and he was in the highest spirits and he sounded just, I mean, he was about it. We were ready. Like, he's like, I'm coming up early. Like, I want to fish early and hang out and, you know, live it. And, you know, we're, you know, last year he came in a little late. He was busy. And uh, so this year, you know, it's going to be a blast. I think I we're going like, to have. I feel like everybody's coming on Wednesday. Well, if you're there, we all are. But yeah, this I is, mean it, it should I'm be just, good. I'm like I'm excited. Listen, last year was my first year experiencing it, and Mark Mark said it best: "You'll be ready for your next one before this one's done." Yep, I'm ready for the next like five, six, seven, however however long you got it in you. How many how many of these you got in you guys? Oh, I mean, till I, I I'm gonna I, go till till I, till I leave till I leave this area in fifteen, ten, ten, twelve years. Retiring to Florida? No, retiring to Al West. But yes. Go ahead. No, I, I, I love it. It's something like I get. We, I've done for, I don't know, it's been a long time. Nine years, eight years, whatever they've had. I, I missed a couple, first two or three. Two, I think. And then the third one we were in. And again, got to fish with great guys then. Again, the, the like we talked about earlier, what they've done, how I like the the you know the brewery it's at now like the outdoor field just the having fun out uh, it's just it's really good he and when matt was on he said he was having a keg at the uh the captain's, uh, captain's meeting. meeting so i will be there i'm gonna be there to drink beer i mean if there's something that i'm okay at it's definitely drinking beer so well we're gonna you know make, we're, we're gonna, gonna be there and having a good time I, I i would love to just sit there and promote what these people are gonna get to see while they're there I'll sit there on a microphone and yell like this. We're gonna make Derek. <laughs> I swear I will. We're gonna make Derek drive us. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely, we're gonna make Derek drive us. Oh, and I, I, Justin said he wanted to come up. So you know, uh, Evans is gonna be if he's gonna be up there, he's gonna be up hanging out, talking to people. I mean, I, I just I like seeing everybody. You know, it's a, if a one time I get to see uh, a few. I, I love uh, a kid named Devin Ranginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great outdoorsman. And every time I'm there, him and I end up sitting there and at least talking for a half an hour with each other. And that's the only time we get to see each other every year. Yeah. But it's it's a that the, a lot of that streamer junkie crew is that way. It's like the yeah. only time you see him is that time. And, and but it, as soon as you get to sit and talk to him and hang out, it's like 
man, I like this, this, you know, getting to see these guys for this time in the year is just, I love that. I yeah. love that about it. Again, that's sitting. I talk, you know, talk to Don. I'll talk to, you know, uh, all those guys about hunting, what they've been doing, the bucks they're killing, uh, just all kinds of different things, you know, all the outdoors, you know, you get to talk to these guys that are into all kinds of different stuff like that. And it's just, it's fun to follow them, you know, throughout the year on what they're doing and what we're doing and then get to talk to them about it, you know, and recap and kind of hash out, you know, having kids and getting, you know, I love that. That's, that's what it's about. I think life. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And all the fish in between, right? Yep. And that's what I, and I, I hope everybody's up to the captain meeting so we could all hang out and do the same thing there as we'll do at the end. Uh, and I know our, our, uh, our little camp in general, it can get a little, uh, you know, tight lipped and, you know, we're seeing fish and, you know, having like even, you know, I don't think so much as the last couple of years, but years before I'd known people being little, you know, everybody's just everywhere now. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, everybody kind of knows what's going on. You know, where like, that's where he's going to be. It's like, say anything today. Oh, I saw it too. I mean, you know where he is now. It's like, it's a little bit different. I think a lot more people now too. Everybody's everywhere there now. Yeah. Kind of know where everybody. So like years yeah, like ago, when there's like a dozen or fourteen teams, and everybody kind of tucked away to their own little area and kind of hidden, you know. But you know, not that way anymore. And you just go out and fish hard. Try to put yourself in the you know the positions and early you think you need to be in in order to you know kind of you know maybe pick or choose a couple spots. But after that, it's usually just fishing hard in areas that's already been hit usually. Yeah, and I know we always kind of stay in the same area. We don't go far. We kind of hang out in the same area. Yeah. We see a and lot of fish usually, there. Yeah, and there's usually three or four other boats that you know, stay up around that area yeah. and kind of there, and then ones will hit around. There's a couple usually at another spot, and then there's a few down where we are. So, I mean, there's, usually they're spread out around. Don't worry. We'll hi-hole you. Oh, I know. Hi-hole. The, uh, you know, oh, and you having a new teammate on the boat this year, you know, Pat. I've. I talked to Pat on last week. Pat, actually, yeah, Pat called me in the last week as well. I talked to him. Yeah, he, he called me and I said, uh, you're rooming with Mark. He said, is <laughs> nice. there electricity? I said, yes, you're good to go. You know, he's, hey, we, you get your, 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 your CPAP, you know, will be Can good. Nice. It's a brand new mattress. I Can I have the you couch? Know, you'll, you'll, you'll purr Mark <coughs> right to sleep. Yep. Uh, Where are you going like in the middle room? Can I? Uh, are you going down to the other camp? No, no, there, there is no other camp. What do you mean? No, no other camp. Is it gone? That guy never got a hold of me. I've been saying this for weeks. I no. Can I just? Can I have the so couch? If there are, if there, if there is anything that you can bring to help yourself, make yourself more comfortable. Are you telling me? Listen, I just. I'm asking you. All I'm telling you listen, is. Listen, I just want to say, can I have dibs on the couch? I'm probably gonna have dibs on the on on building out the back of my vehicle, <laughs> and sleeping in it. So. You know, we're going to have to think you know uh, a little what, more forwardly. You know Honestly, now that I think about this, I have the TRD sleeper for the back of my truck. So I have the little air mattress that will fill up in the back seat. I'll be fine. I would like the couch. If I don't get the couch, I'll be fine. No, the couch is open. I mean, there's, there's you know, there's a few beds. No, no. I'm, I'm going to bring a two-man tent or yeah, a three-person. Plenty of cots and Three-person tents. Yeah, Derek's we're going to bring talking, up. There's going to be five cots. Derek's talking about sleeping in a hammock. He is sleeping in his hammock. I but know. he paid a bundle for a 
sweet hammock that yeah. you can. I, I wish I had that hammock. Yeah, he's probably gonna sleep better than all of us. Oh yeah, it's like mattress. It hangs. It's is sweet, it covered? Dude. Oh yeah, it, it zips up like you're That's inside true. of it. Nice. Yeah, like he said, he slept in like 20 degrees when he was on the podcast here. We're gonna wake up in the yeah. morning and Derek's gonna have like a black bear headdress on his head. Well, nobody's going to be up earlier than you, Captain, 4.30 in the morning. No, I'm not going to do that to you this year. I'll probably be up at 5, though. Yeah, we're doing I, breakfast. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, was thinking, I wake too. up at 5 every day. I was so thinking that as well. I mean, 5, that's uh, perfect for breakfast. So it depends on how so many like, uh, uh, what I was thinking, beverages I have. What are you doing? What do you want to do? Oh, here's what I was thinking. Because you said like the stuff you were doing. So what I was going to do is you're going to have like your kind of like your individual items there because like everything you, you talked about. I was going to do like chorizo, eggs. Um, peppers, onions, like that, and then just do like a couple big pans of it, so that you can just like, if, let's say like a couple guys are running late, they they can just cut a chunk out of that like a casserole, grab it, and you can just take it right and go, and that can just be like a little casserole you say something. Quiche? No, or no egg, chorizo, um, like green peppers, onions, just stuff like that. Do a couple bakes, so yeah, a couple like, big yeah, like pans. A quiche. It's a quiche. Yeah, yeah. No, or be a bake is a baking eggs is a quiche. Okay, right? so maybe not a bake. I'm gonna be cooking on top We're of a call fire. This a casserole. Oh, in, in, casserole. In, in a skillet. Yes. Yeah, casserole. casserole. Yes. Yeah. casserole. So I'll cook everything down and then I'll throw the eggs in, cook it up like scrambling, and then there'll be like a couple you can, you know. I'll make a couple big plates of that to go along with all your stuff. We'll have more than I, enough. I That'll think that's technically yeah. called a quiche though. No, you have bake a quiche and you know, oh. there's like a way to do that. And you add like you actually like have to like I don't know, but there's. Listen, I feel like okay. we need a butler to have quiches. Okay. No, this okay, is just like saying. scrambled egg mixed with put on chorizo and stuff. That would be great. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, we talked about having our shore lunches at least and having all that together, which you know we did last year, and uh, worked out all right. I, you know, a couple pans here and there, and speaking of, shore I like lunches. I like sausages on lunch. Uh, you know, sausages is a nice, easy shore lunch. You put them in there, a little bit of water, get them, you know, and then cook them down, let them sear a little more at the end, boom, done. Cook them before you leave. Could do that too. But Make a lot easier. Yeah. And, and depending on the weather, you know, if you got, if we have inclement weather, it always makes it a little harder to cook, but. I'm going to do chicken wraps one day. Then you just heat the chicken up and obviously put it in a wrap and all the goodies in. Can you guys think of anything that we could use? I. So I completely underestimated how much deer meat I had left in in my freezer. And can you think of anything that we could use a bunch of ground for? I have a ton of ground venison. I mean a ton. Make some chili with it. That's what I was thinking too. You well, guys what about there? like Wednesday night? Yeah, we don't not I, like Yeah, we'll make a big, let's make a big batch of chili for how, Wednesday. How night. much how much do you think that we're going to need though? Well, I, I mean, realistically, like uh, in like a, I mean, do you think like a big? There's going to be at least eight of us, I would say. Is Chris coming up Wednesday? I don't believe so. I think for uh, Thursday. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we Derek. Can do, we like, I haven't talked to Derek yet. I have. I've. I've been in touch Derek, with Derek, but I, I've talked to Derek a lot. Me and Derek have speaking of sneaky tactics. We were. <laughs> uh, we even thought about going and pre-fishing it before it even happened, like week in advance. But just I, I, think would, it, I, I don't know. We, we can't line it up. He, he's he's constantly on an airplane. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, can't can't line it up with him. So 
He but but it's a toss up. He did tell me that maybe he might be able to get the be able to come up Wednesday. So, I mean, we might hell camp might be damn near full by Wednesday. I mean, you know, the beds are first come first serve. So, you know, get up there, have a good time. Uh, boys from Cortland, yeah, get up, have a good time. Well, like I said, there'll be cots inside as well, and there's couches and. Whatever else, four or five beds, whatever it is. We're all fishermen. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, you know how it is. You got to live for three days. And be out. It's a small amount of time for the amount of time that you're going to be there. Yeah, you're living for the water, the time. Who sleeps there anyway, right? Who's <laughs> out there sleeping? You know who's sleeping. But, uh, so I want to talk. Do, do everybody done with the beast? Anything else? Uh, I want to talk about our, our current water situation, and uh, it's a little weird. You get down toward uh, Clark Street, and they have built this giant, giant wall yeah, the or dredging. Like thing. Yeah, and there's all this dredging going on, and what are they dredging for? Is that CBS cleaning up the river? Is this what was supposed to happen for years and years and years happening finally? Like, are they getting CBDs actually out of the the soil and or what? I I'm not exactly sure. I think we should the CBDs, the PCBs. There you go, PCB. Got the PCB. Sorry, sorry. Was it PCP? No, no, no. PCB. That's right. Yeah. Listen, it could be PCP. Sorry, sorry, but. I, you know what I'm saying? And but we, we've had a problem with that. They don't stock our river anymore. There's no stocking that goes on whatsoever from any species. Uh, and it's been a big problem, you know, for years and years. Westinghouse put a bunch of crap in our river, and it, it it's definitely taken a toll, I think, on Transformers, the, making transformers. Yeah, it, but it's taken a toll on our, our the ecosystem that is our river. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I guess the stocking, whatever, is, is just you know, buying, you know, side of what it would really happen, but the smallmouth have a ton of it in them because uh, they eat the crayfish, but I don't know if this is them trying to clean it up, and if it is, that's awesome, and if it could help or if what they're trying to do throughout the river, if they keep moving this thing down and do what they can, I don't, I don't understand how it can all happen or what can happen, but I hope that's what they're doing. It looks weird. I, I, I don't know. We went past it. There was... There were buoys across. We had to pick up. I had to get out, pick up a, a whole like rope of buoys to go underneath. You know, and I'm like, well, what? I don't know what I'm if I'm doing anything wrong or what I'm doing, but they can't tell me it's a navigable waterway, so they can't tell me I can't be to the high water mark and not do mm-hmm. what I need to do. So anybody else can kiss my butt. Uh, but you know, it was it was just weird, and I don't know what they're doing, and I, I hopefully it's something that's cool. I don't know if you've heard that's, anything, Mark. That's a, that's the most I've heard of it too. I mean, I knew it was going on, but I didn't know for what. I mean, I hope that's what it's for, but I don't know. The only I mean, the only thing pump. I've heard about it is just it's dredging. Yeah, that's 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 the general categorization of what's going on down there. Dredging for what? Don't know. Yeah, I thought That's, it was yeah, going to be... I wish I could say, I mean, it's... I hope. I don't know. I mean, it comes back to the Army Corps again. I mean, you can not have the situation if you ran the, you know, the hydrologist ran it correctly. 
So, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm know. not sure what's happening. And it's just something that I, I would, saw yeah, today that's... a good question. You I know, don't know. I, I would like to dig a little further into it. And if I do find any more information, I'll probably, you know, we'll, it'll be here. But, uh, you know, it was something that I saw today I hadn't seen thus far this year that they had actually... I saw the no buildings going, thing, the things going up. But I, three weeks to a month ago it went in? About three weeks ago? The walls, yeah, yeah, but they actually had like they, the walls were there, but now they have piping down the whole left side of that. You can't fish any of the left side because there's a oh, pipe really? that runs the whole oh. thing all the way down to, you know, the next uh, obstruction, it, it, and it goes over it and then spouts out on top of it, basically, in the corner. Mm. It's spouting out water down there. So I, you know, we heard pump running. You know what I mean? You keep going. Yeah, because I don't have no wonder else to go. if they're not working on something at the bottom of the bridge, though, like a foundation or something. If there's not something down there that they're trying to get to and they're pumping water away from it and they're digging down to get to it, and then that's what that pump. Because if they were dredging it out to get that, there wouldn't be really, there'd be no reason to take water out. Yeah, to you have that need, wall built up to keep yeah, water out of there. Yeah, you wouldn't need water out. So, I mean, they're obviously they're pumping that water out with the wall so they can work on something in there. I know they. If you're dredging it out, you're just taking it out. That's it. You're scooping it, putting it in a bucket, and hmm. moving it out, taking it somewhere else, putting it in a landfill. I bet it's. Uh, They're working on the natural bottom. gas. There's a pipe there. Yeah. They, yeah well, they they redid the pipe there because the one down low was leaking. Good. Remember how that one was leaking down yeah, low for years? Yeah. yeah they no, shut that bubbles. one off yeah. and they moved it up there. Yeah, They're probably redoing that. Yeah, because every time you got to that bridge, it stunk. Remember? Yeah, yeah. down lower. They shut that one down now. Yeah, and, they, get, and I know that I've seen a pipe go. up on. Yeah, hey, okay, look, hey. at our, look at our hey. brains putting it together. There, there you go. It's, I think yep, it's I think it's natural. Now you gas. say that because that, every time yeah, you got to that bridge, sense. it always yeah. stunk. And, and then I've seen a new pipe in Clark Street, and it just now is just dawning on me. And like, okay, eight feet past where that pipe, there's always a little dank smallmouth that sat on that rock there. Yeah. And every yeah. time you cast under, like first cast, you throw bam, you'd be right there. Little tiddler. Well, we just figured out. He ain't situation. there right now. Well, that's what they're, hopefully that's what they're doing. And they're just trying to keep yeah. the water out of that little area and pump it down there. It would be better if they were taking the PCBs out. Or yeah, the, or I know. CBDs. Yeah, CBDs yeah. and PCBs and everything else down there. Well, they do. They're, Those well, pot smoking crayfish. Oh, well, <laughs> they, shit, what, down there, they, they're probably on more than pot. They're down there. <laughs> you know? the, yeah. You want to talk about stench? Taking the, the PCBs out and putting that in the pipe for you. Yeah. That last Those guys, float whew. that me and you had, oh, my God. Dude, wow. I hit the front of it, and I went, wow. and I pulled my everything up. I pulled my shirt up over my head, and we ain't fishing. It literally, oh, not, yeah. neither of us could breathe. We no, were gagging so bad. It was bad, man. It was so bad. I, w- I had my hoodie up and everything. I'm like trying to breathe through oh, my arm. Oh, I know where arm. you guys are at. Down yeah, lower, yeah. I, like 120 yards. I literally was, ru- it was going through well, then you can, a like, buff and a shirt. And it was just I, I was like. It smells like Clorox, right? It, right below Once it. you no. got to yeah, it. I wish yeah. it was no. Clorox. It smells like Clorox It smelled point. like a portajon. It no. sat it, in yeah. the desert for it a month. It smelled like. Well, because uh, it has. It is. so bad. Portage on yeah, the desert. <laughs> that was yeah. That's what I said. It was a KFC herbs and spices. Oh, oh is it bad? It was oh, it was the worst it's been this. Uh, it, no, the day I went with Michael because it was like eighty five and humid first thing in the morning. 
Oh man, we'll talk about that thing hitting you at first <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, you got you're still drinking, <laughs> still drinking coffee, and you row right into that. And it's like there's no warning. It's like all of a sudden you just take a breath, and it's like, pow. Oh man, someone just grabbed right in my face, <laughs> and it oh. gets worse. And it's I mean it's it's so bad. It's right. There I would too. never in a million years row a client to that. I would feel absolutely so bad, Mr. Jones. I'm gonna oh. need you to plug your nose. That's dude. That's right where I lost my phone. Oh. My last phone. Are you serious? It can keep oh, it, dude. Seriously, oh, right there. Dude. You don't want that phone back. And I was like shoulder deep in the water, dude. Oh, oh my. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shoulder Did deep. You get it? With, no, no. With I could see it down there for a second, and I was like shoulder deep with my like. You know, uh, with a net too. Oh, Didn't I, get it. No, I watched it just go. You know, like one of those. It just back and forth, right down. <coughs> Jace called me. Oh. And as I was pulling it out, the answer, Jace, it just choop, 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 right near the water. That's said, deep there. Well, at least I didn't have to answer that's that super, phone call. That's super deep there. That would have cost me the next hour and a half of my life. Yeah. Yeah, that that phone's done. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Yep. Oh, you were darn. roaming. <laughs> Hey, it's down there. They're calling each other. Hey, he's coming. Hey, did you see that Mark guy? He's coming. Nah, that thing's buried in like two feet of crap sediment at the bottom. Hey, yeah. Ugh. There's corn in that one. Well, I, you know, my high hopes were that they would start stalking the river again. Not, I mean, not even with trout. <laughs> I'll just take the other ones. Open one hand, crap in the other. Yeah, I mean, I what know. are you going to stalk it with? Tilapia? No, hybrid striped bass. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Hybrid striped bass to keep the uh, the population of shad down. I don't care if you... Hi- I don't give a shit what other fish you put in there. Just keep putting hybrids in there. Literally. I mean, that's, that's the best thing that's for them. I mean, other than muskies. Sure, if they want to stock muskie, I wouldn't mind that either. But, I mean, I, I, I as much as I just take the hybrids... I feel like Shenango would... Have they ever... I mean, I know that they they've stocked... Shenango at, at a time or two, but has there ever been tigers introduced into that lake ever? Well, even in the, I, I don't even never even I, the river. No, there had. I mean, there's been fish have been caught because of suppose of, you know, reproduction, but I don't. They've never actually been introduced. I don't know why they say it is. They never have. I feel like it's just it's one of them bodies of water that I feel like that that would be a tiger place. That'd be a good. That wouldn't be bad. That'd be a good place to do it with. I mean, I'd rather you put the regular ones in, but we know that isn't going to happen there again. I mean, even on the lake, you know, I've, I've talked to them about the lake, and it's just that even when they did put them in there, it just never had the angling pressure. So they just like we just allocate our money elsewhere because they stopped stocking the lake four years before the river. With just those fish, with just muskies. Yeah, they stopped the muskie program on the lake four years prior. They, they still kept everything else going on the lake, but which is minimal. Just the, the hybrids is hybrids and channel cats. They stocked more channel cats than anything, but that's it. But the the river also got stocked with muskie, right? Up until 18. Yes, okay. I, I, I Everything, we asked everything PJ, halted in 18. Yeah, PJ asked that today. I was like, yes. yeah, it was stocked with muskie. Yeah. I was every, like, yeah. Every other year. It was stocked with everything. Yeah, every other year, just like anything else was. Yeah. By, yeah. Forever, I think it was one fish per three-quarter mile or three-quarter acre, so whatever mile or acre is, it turns out. Sure. Same as whatever program is. You know, yeah, you get one fish for every three-quarter acre. Yeah, they stocked walleye. 
mean everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it obviously has an impact on the walleye because the guys don't go in our fish for them anymore. I mean, and that was a place that you legitimately, through a year, can go down there on any given evening and see at least six to 25, 30 people, depending on. And when it was really busy, you would see 50 to 75 people there. I I grew up night fishing at the wall. And chances are... We probably saw each other. I was just going to say the same thing, because I was there, you know, five months of the year, I was there three or four days a week. But, so it's but you know the funny part is like that time we knew the people on the opposite side so we always walked in from that way sure we didn't park i never i never parked in the actual parking lot up until like i started fly fishing it i always came in from the opposite side down a huge long walk oh yeah and that big hill so stupid that huge hill yeah. oh yeah now looking back I'm like man i could just took taken two minutes rode your skateboard down yeah, yeah. really yeah, down i'd been there yeah. two minutes and it's like that was so dumb because yeah, that you think that hill's bad. There's another hill, like way back there, to come down into it. Mm-hmm. Significantly worse. So I've walked that. Yeah. Yeah. They've done it, but again, that was when you didn't. The river was so high, you didn't think you could get over there without being over there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without you, you couldn't walk across. But a lot of instances, again, just that was some place. I loved it. They stalked, mm-hmm. and then the trout season came on, and it was like. Every fish was eating trout. There's so many fish down there, though. I mean, like, when you uh, we would go down there, and again, you're younger, fishing off the wall. Mainly, we were fishing catfish and walleyes off the wall, and it was nothing to go down there and catch fish all evening. You get a good night bite for, you know, your typical hour and a half or two. It'd peter off, and you'd still get a couple bites even into, like, midnight, 1 o'clock, and that's like we would do all the time. And, and you're talking, you'd catch, you know, obviously you had your off nights, but... An average day was 8 to 15, 20 fish. Oh, yeah. A ton of catfish. And I used to love just going down there and walking across and throwing plugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, Easy. I just throw a plug? You, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? No, no it could just be big, small six mouth. different, seven different yeah. fish. Yeah. And big pike, big two biggest, two the biggest pike I've ever caught were right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 38 was one of them. And that's a big pike. You know, that was, we were kids. Jason and I were kids. Things swimming through my legs feel like, you know, with. Three treble hooks. I have a pair of uh, neoprene waders on, you know. But we I, ought to just in the springtime head back up just to see if how the hybrids are, if they still come back up. Just to there s- are, check. There are a bunch of them there. Yeah, and I mean, there's they definitely 100 percent are. But is it is you know like it used to? Is there still you know? You know, you get a quill back. You never knew what you're going to get out there. <laughs> just a good time. Uh, one of the another moment I just uh, from earlier even thinking about my my cousin Joey. And you you probably known him for or you fished or been around him. I know you have met him a few times. Younger guy uh, does a lot of gear fishing. He uh, goes out ice fishing with Jace every every winter and stuff. But he was down there. We we're throwing for you know this is back when they still stock trout, throwing spinners for trout. You know uh, a rooster tail doesn't like a forty some inch musky come up and just whole thing right off right in front of us. I mean and we're next day we're down there. We did not have any trout gear. We were throwing plugs. <laughs> you know? That's the only place I've great. seen one. I had a walleye. I was just getting ready to hoist it up, and it just came right up. And <laughs> giant fish. Yep. That's I watched, why you I watched a guy there. snag one on the top of the head, a big one, like a 43-44 nymph and trout. Snagged it on a double nymph rig. Popped the first one. The second one still had it. Took them forever. Yep. Nice fish. I wish they would stock it again. It is truly a gem, uh, but hey. I mean, even you know, look at like look at how much trout pressure it had. 
it has legitimately one of, if not the best caddis hatches around here. Hands down. I mean, the caddis there, or you can walk down there any given evening and sit and watch as many carp as you want sipping caddis in one spot. Carp, bluegill, perch, smallmouth, they're all, I mean, you've all, you've been there, yeah. you've all seen it, we've caught them, we've thrown caddis in there and just, then it used to be trout. All yeah, I used to fish for the yeah. trout and uh, even going down there and just, there were so many caddis, they are like, it's like almost being up Lake Erie when they go off, like, or, or oh, the they're, yeah, they're, they're like, they're like crawling like down the your flies, waders, yeah. they're all, all, they're all over face. I mean, it is honestly, it's, the I mean, caddis there are nuts. It, it got a lot of angling pressure. So, I mean, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see it. Where are they currently? I mean, speaking just for someone that doesn't fish for them, where are they putting the trout now, though? Come on. That's so stupid. You're putting them in an area that's flat water, has relatively no water, has oh, yeah, very sure. little angling access. It's a very hard place to fish. It's just put them back where they should be. You know, it's so there's so much accessibility down there to fish them fish. Yes. And where the PCBs are, miles from there, that's water coming out of the lake. So if you can't put them fish there, that means you're telling me that lake is bad enough. Because it's right smack hitting them right in the face, and it's coming right out of that lake, right into their face in about four seconds. Everybody's keeping everything above that lake. So, yeah, I mean, it's... So, I mean, I, I honestly agree with you, especially with the trout thing. They're not going to live there long enough for it to matter. No. You might as well... That thing hit at like 84 not long ago. Yeah. That water was down to nothing, and there's a trickle up there. So, I mean, that that's... No, they're not going to live there very long at all. So, I, I don't get that. But through that springtime, it's... I mean, it's better than, like you said, where they're at now. They're about to get oh. stocked again up there. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about... I was talking about up there hitting 84. No, down the bottom, at least they're still current all the time. Yeah, yeah, So, sure. even if it does get warm, them fish can still live there. They just move right up. It's either they're going to stay in current, or they're going to eat by a big pike or muskie. I agree. I, I liked it. I, I mean, I saw a fish Friday guiding. I'm standing there beside a guy fishing up out of this pool. Not there, a different one. I'm like, fish, fish, fish. It's a banana. So, I mean, they're still making it. It was a nice one, too. A banana? I couldn't believe it. it was, I was just started laughing. He oh, followed. Wow. Came right up to the rod tip. A banana in September. Yep, right up to the rod tip. They don't fall stock, do they? No. Was he brown? And they wouldn't, yeah. well, they wouldn't stock a banana in the fall anyway. No, they huh. wouldn't. No, it'd be all just the other yeah, fish. Yeah, he's been tucked in there hanging out. Wow. It's funny because uh, we even talked about a little, and I didn't, didn't think that was good on the trout thing because we're not, you know, I am a little bit of trout guy, but, you know, Mark and them aren't. Uh, we talked about even the stocking over top of wild fish a little bit and how I think, like, even that could be just a tiny bit better in our state. I think they're moving toward that. Uh, and it's a smart idea. Like, I and I don't understand our our, our love for uh, rainbows. No, I mean I think it might be easy to. I, get, go ahead. I, I was gonna say I hope, and I I want to say I think, but I hope everything in the state is start making it that's you know in that direction. But you just have so much money being made in other avenues, and it's just everything's still towards money. I mean, there's, we talked about that not long ago, and whatever would show not long. That's all it is, bunny. Yeah, it's it, it's. You said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, That's just like all, all the stocking programs and just the, there's, you know, like, well, the muskie, the whole muskie program there and like why, but the, st the size limits. What's the point? Why not have a 50? Why? Just why do they need to be kept? So there's a lot of things in that nature that we've, the state could do, but I just, I think we're finally at least starting to get kicked some of the tradition side of thing, which is nice, but it's still just money. It's money. You're not going to break that. 
Yeah, just the stalking over the wild fish. You know, it's like, or if yeah. you're going to stalk them and you know there's good wild fish there, why not just stalk browns and brooks? And just, you know, and I, I they might yeah. be harder to grow. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the answers, but. Well, browns are definitely more expensive. I mean, that's, they cost more when to stalk them. But. Huh. Mm. Just all food for thought. Uh, hey, I think we've, uh, we've better covered it all tonight. Uh, thanks, Jordan, for coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Uh, we have a couple big guests lined up for the next couple weeks. Uh, keep tuned in to the Instagram and to uh, our Facebook, and we'll be letting you know who they are. Uh, can't wait. I know Captain Pete, we've been talking. So Captain Pete will be on us next week. And uh, yeah, let's, Now that we got our system fixed up here and not get screwed up again. Yeah. We're gonna. We had to have him back on. It was such a good talk that uh, I, we really missed it, and I've been in touch with him the whole time between. And so it'd be good to talk to him, and we'll be letting you know who's on the burner for after him. It's. Uh, I just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Cool. Mark. Well, this week brought to you by Yeti, built for the wild. Sims Fishing, A-Rex Hooks, and Cortland Lines. Friends of the show, we got Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis, Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our friends over at Muskie Fool, and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, bringers of the beast. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>